So the only thing we commented about that when we were watching it is every time she sang, and some of the other ones too, but especially her, when she would sing, she would like, after she was done hitting that note, she would like startle herself. Like, <laughs> like, like, oh, did that really just happen? Did I really yeah. just sing? Like, you've been practicing. <laughs> you've done the song multiple yeah, times. Calm down. Calm down, girl. I'm Allie. I'm Andy. I'm Jeff. And I'm Maria. And this is Notable Nostalgia. Bless us, O Lord, for these thy gifts we are about to receive, Nostalgia Nerds. <laughs> What's up? We're talking today about Sister Act. And I am joined with my crew, Allie, Andy, and Jeff. Hey there. What's up? <laughs> Hey. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Uh, so, uh, I am so glad that I made you guys watch this movie. Um, what did you yes. think about it? Do you remember seeing it when it came out? Or, you know, what's your experience with it? This is one of my favorite movies ever as a kid. Like, mm-hmm. I remember watching this with my mom all the time. And then we were, and then I just happened to watch this, I don't know, maybe six months ago because we were talking about doing this movie. So I was like, I'll check it out again. And then we scheduled to watch it like a month ago. So then I was like, okay, I'm going to watch it before then. But something happened, so we had to push it forward. So then I watched it again <laughs> last night. <laughs> so in the last six months, I've watched it on average every other month, which is fucking crazy. Because <laughs> I haven't seen it for like 30 years or whatever, 25 years. And then I just all of a sudden, you know. But yeah, no, it's crazy. It's not what I remembered. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like less funny or like... What do you, what do you remember that's different? This I felt like the story in my when I was a kid the story uh, was more like played out like so they do three montages in this movie so I feel like they don't really have a big story I mean they do but they have so many montages and I I don't know how to explain it I just felt like but every time I watched it I felt like I was missing scenes because it hmm. it's so fast and with the montages like mm. I don't know it was crazy but interesting yeah. Jeff. I I'm sure I watched it when I was a kid uh, cuz it I remembered ish a little bit but then I I don't know. And so then last night I rewatched it but then I took a few edibles like way too many and I was just like oh this is intense. Like it was so like funny and uh wild and and sh- stressful like more stressful than I thought it was going to be. Um and <laughs> And just, like, I was talking throughout the movie, too. Like, Jeremy was sitting by me trying to watch it because he really loves this movie. And I just was, like, talking to the characters almost. <laughs> gotcha. So it was good. And I uh, ate some pizza. It was California Pizza Kitchen. Their frozen pizzas mm. are mm. divine. They're a little more costly, but mm. super delicious. You know who makes a good frozen pizza? And this is going to sound weird. Who? But, like, the Kroger brand has one. called, And uh, it's a orange marmalade and five cheese pizza. And it's a huh. it's one that Bill Oakley oh. recommended, and it's very good. Do you have to add hot sauce to it or anything? Like w- w- just cheese? I think I think it does warrant like a good like hot like at least chili flakes or chili oil. Um, or if you're in the Northwest, and you have Mama's little peppers. Like, oh, it's it's yeah. pretty divine. And then I fell asleep right after sidebar. I fell asleep right after I was done eating my pizza mm-hmm. and watching this movie. And then I woke up this morning, I was taking a shower, and I barfed in the shower. Okay. And it was so thick that it confused and it smelled like poop. So it confused so me. So I had to do research. in the shower. Like, it happens all the time. So I had to do some research about the digestive system. Mm-hmm. And I found out today that you 
once it turns in, once the food turns into poop, it can't come back up your mouth. Mm. So, anyways, I, I, I yeah, I thought it was a good. Movie. I slightly <laughs> pooped my pants today. You did tell me what happened. <laughs> what the fuck is going on? Yeah, <laughs> we're happened? not, we're not waiting until the end of the podcast to go off the rails. And if you <laughs> you don't slightly, you either do or you don't. Oh my god! As for Sister Act, uh, first time I watched it was what a year ago, two years ago, when Jeez. you made me watch it. I never saw it as a kid. I don't understand that. I don't say. Yeah. Yeah. That's. I mean, I guess. Uh, did your mom like musicals growing up or anything? Not really. Like, no, no. I, I don't even consider this a musical. Oh, I guess there is only like two songs in it, really. Yeah. They have the intro at the beginning, yeah. the little intro montage, and the two songs. I don't know. Yeah, my mom loved musicals growing up. Like, West Side Story was her favorite mm-hmm. movie, and I've seen it a thousand times. So, mm-hmm. yeah, so I think that's why I watch it. Otherwise, why would I watch it? I mean, we were five. <laughs> you know this, what I mean? Like, we were, I was five when this came out. Yeah. So, you know, I don't know. It just wasn't a movie to take a five-year-old to or watch, I guess. And hmm. if they didn't watch it then and liked it, it wasn't like watching it down right. the road or something. So, yeah, gotcha. it just didn't happen for me. Well, this is. Was this movie allowed for you to. Uh, you watch this as a kid, Rhea? Oh, definitely. I was just going to say, this was a, uh, one of the only movies that, you know, like we were allowed to own. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I watched the shit out of this movie. And I can probably quote the entire movie. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. I have a favorite line from this movie. We'll get to it when we do the review, but it's so good. We had to rewind it or <laughs> whatever it's called, rewind it and like rewatch it a couple of times. Nice. There's a line in this movie that's so fucking delicious. Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, I'm excited. All right. Let's shall we, it. shall we do it? All right. Yeah. Buckled in. All right. So Sister Act is available on Disney Plus from Touchstone Pictures. Remember Touchstone Pictures? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, so the budget was $31 million and it grossed $231 million worldwide. Mm-hmm. So quite a, quite a good profit there. Uh, it was nominated for the Best Motion Picture, Musical, or Comedy at the Golden Globes. And Whoopi Goldberg was nominated for Best Actress in a Motion Picture, Musical, or Comedy. It did face several lawsuits for plagiarism, but they, were, they didn't prevail or they were dismissed. Interesting. Yeah. Huh, like other movies? Uh, like some people said that they, yeah, like they pitched a script uh, that was similar about. Well, you know, it's funny you bring that up because when I was watching this. I'm like, they had this thing in the 90s where they did like someone that was like a really cool person or down on their luck. And they would go like, I mean, they did that in the 70s and 80s too. But I was like, this reminds me a lot of like Major Pain or Mighty Ducks mm. or Space Jam, you know. You're not talking about Sister Act reminding you of this, are you? Yeah, because <laughs> she ha- like got in trouble, and then she had to go to like the, this group of people that are having issues, and they make them better. So Major Payne, he's out of the military. Then he goes to the kids, uh-huh. and he has to make them better. Oh, Mighty Ducks, like, Emilio yeah. Estevez, but DUI. But she didn't get in trouble. She just witnessed somebody being murdered. But I feel like that's being trouble from the mob. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's maybe a little slightly different, but there's a reason she had to be taken out of where she normally is hmm. and go do something. Yeah. And then with Space Jam, because Michael Jordan uh, gambled all the time and probably got his dad murdered, he had to go to Toontown <laughs> to help them get better. I mean, you could go. You can go back. You know, what's like I was saying? It happened bears, in the seventies right? and eighties. Like, you know, there's just like this is kind of a, a really common trope. Trope, yeah, yeah, for sure. But I feel like in the nineties, like okay. they were really pushing them, like in this little, like small bunch of time. Uh-huh. I was like, oh, they had a lot of those in the nineties. I, I didn't mean, picture it like that. Now I see it. It's just yeah. like, like I was st- thinking it's more like the some like it's hot. 
It's just kind of like something standard. Like yeah, it is yeah. kind of some, like something like that. It's just sort of standard comedy, though, right? Like yeah. one inserting one type of person into other type of setting. Fish out of water yeah. is always funny. Yeah. She was she wasn't like sinless. She was a, she was hooking up with a married man. Uh huh. Yeah. So like she got she had it coming. Yeah, I think like <laughs> I mean we'll talk about it, but I think they tried to insert that she's not like the most religious person going into this. So, yeah. anyways, continue. All right. So let's let's start. Oh, is that all you had for box office stuff? Yeah. Did I, you have more? I just had wanted to mention that the, the director of this also directed Dirty Dancing. Oh. And then okay, uh, the writer who wrote this also wrote Adam's Family Values and Stepford Wives. Mm-hmm. And then Family the, Values was the second Adam's Family, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then wait, the Stepford Wives with Nicole Kidman. Yeah. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, I didn't I didn't like that movie, but. Whatever. The original I thought was good. There's it was a little more scary. The original of that? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh. It came out like I think it was in the sixties so, or seventies. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. Okay, you were gonna say uh, Mark Shaman did the soundtrack. He did like eight bajillion soundtracks, like When Harry Met Sally, Sleepless in Seattle. Um, I just lost the other one. That's good. But enough. a bunch of rom coms. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Okay. You already <laughs> over there? <laughs> yeah. Before it starts, though, that touch tone sound yes. right before the movie starts, I was like, oh, I'm a child again. I know. Totally. <laughs> I love that sound. We that. got it on because we, we have a love-hate relationship with Disney Plus because we, like, binge it and then we forget that we have it and then it just charges us every month. Mm. We got it on Amazon TV, Amazon Prime or whatever for 99 cents. Oh, That's nice. a pretty good deal. You yeah, bought it? Yeah, or I thought rented so. It? Rented it. Right? Rented it, yeah. Rented. I don't need to buy Like I don't know. I feel like I, I'm, I'm excited to watch the sequel. Like, that's what I'm excited for. But what I'm loving most about this podcast so far, this episode, is Allie's usually the one running the show. Uh-huh. And <laughs> this is the first time Rhea's the, the leader. Mm-hmm. And I'm loving the the... You know, watch it. Okay. <laughs> Examining <laughs> a marriage. <laughs> Especially when the camera, because we're watching you on a camera right now, me and Andy, because mm-hmm. we're in a room, my pants are off. Um, and the, it zooms in at really fun times. <laughs> day, so. Yeah, it is kind of random times it zooms in on you. Yeah. <laughs> like, it doesn't so make good. it. Anyways. Yeah, All right. Continue All right. on. All right. A sister act. Act one. Yeah. <laughs> So, uh, we begin at St. Anne's Academy in 1968. Much to the dismay of the sisters, Dolores is more into rock and roll than Jesus. She's punished for listening, listing the Beatles instead of the Apostles by writing them on the blackboard alphabetically. When she dis- disobeys again, the sister warns her that the road she is taking leads to the devil and rhetorically asks if she knows what girls like her become. Dolores smirks. You are hopeless, and I wash my hands of you. Mark my words, Dolores. If you continue on this disruptive track, it will lead straight to the devil. Have you any idea what girls like you become? So I always that I always <laughs> it wasn't until like I don't know two watches ago that I learned that she says alphabetically. I always thought she said out the bedically, and I was really confused as to what that meant. 
Anyway. Medically does sound like something religious. So exactly. Like, what do you mean? Yeah. yeah I, I was like, that. out the bed. Is that a Catholic thing? Like, do I not? Anyway. So, like, pro, um, just a, a plug for subtitles. Anyway. True. Yeah. <laughs> Cut to <laughs> The older you get, the more you have to use subtitles, Oh, totally. Too. Totally. Yeah. I use the, the older I'm getting, the less I'm using them. I'm really? using anti-subtitles where there's subtitles from another movie. <laughs> and it makes it really hard to watch stuff. Oh, dear. <laughs> but this sounds really loud, too. <laughs> Every day of my life is fucking insane. Allie's <laughs> yeah. watching this with subtitles and, like, just shitting their pants. <laughs> like with a diaper. I just love God. it so much. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. I cannot wait. I'm going to give you a pack of diapers. <laughs> But they'll, they'll be like leaving You've talked so many What's times it? about pooping your pants. In the, yeah, in the, I know. Oh, you didn't zoom in. I know. Because it's, it's expected of me to shit myself. You're so polished. Oh, gosh. All right. Okay. I won't bring it up again. <laughs> sure. Yes, you will. Yeah, I will. That's always a fucking lie. Okay, sorry. Uh, all right. <laughs> Cut to a Reno lounge where Dolores leads a girl group, the Ronells, in song. She clearly hates the gig. I mean, I would too if I had to sing for old white guys. We hear one of the songs she will revamp for the convent. After her performance, she has an argument with Vince, Harvey Keitel, and her apartment. They've been together a while, and yet he refuses to leave his wife. She kicks him out. Dolores tells the girls that she's quitting. Vince sends his goons, Willie, played by Richard Portnow from The Sopranos, and Joey, Robert Miranda from Midnight Run, to deliver a mink coat that belongs to his wife, cementing the idea that Dolores needs to leave. She plans to give Vince back his coat and get the hell out of here. Well, obviously, Mr. LaRocca feels he can win me back by sending me this absolutely fabulous coat. Mm -hmm. <laughs> put it on, put it it's on. It's beautiful. See, some girls will fall for that, but not me. I think I'm going to make him wait a little while before I just let him know that I... What? <sighs> Connie LaRocca. His wife's coat. Hank gave me his wife's coat. Oh, I don't do it. Put it back on. It's yours now. You deserve it. No, I don't deserve it. I haven't earned it. You don't earn other people's wives' fur coats, okay? I think it's time to just go upstairs and give it back to him. Get the hell out of this dump. Also, the vest with the gold beaded fringe. I was just all about that. It's so mm -hmm. 90s. I was very happy about that. We cut to a meeting with Vince and Ernie, Vince's limo driver. Ernie is visibly frightened, and we learn that he's been meeting with police regarding Vince's extracurricular activities. We go back and forth between this meeting and Dolores making her way to Vince's office. One of Vince's goons put a gun, puts a gun to Ernie's head. Vince tells Ernie to say goodnight. As Dolores walks in, Ernie is shot. Dolores is shaken but tries to play it off. Afterwards, Joey asks if she was okay because she seemed upset. Vince says to bring her back for a talk, and if she doesn't want to, to take care of it. Thinking she'll be the next to die, Dolores drops the coat and runs. Joey and Willie chase her through the casino, but Dolores escapes and goes to the police. And we get the first of the amazing guitar riffs. Mm. So good. <laughs> That's all I told him, I swear it. Thanks, Ernie. Now I can sleep. Say goodnight, Ernie. No, 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 that's all. 
babe. Dolores. Dolores. Is there a problem? With the coat? With the coat? No, not with the coat. The coat's fine. I... It's fine. It's fine. Thank you. Thank you. Is the way you came here tonight to thank me? Yeah. Thank you. At the police. Um, oh, sorry. Oh, no, go right ahead. I think Harvey Keitel in any movie I've seen him in, I think he's cool as shit. I, every, I'm like, God, he's fucking cool. Like, he just, his whole demeanor's cool, his attitude. Yeah. Just, yeah, he looked dope in this movie, too. Like, this is like peak Harvey Keitel because this is like right after Reservoir Dogs for me. Was it so I think really? In the 90s, when he's a little bit older, he's Both like super, super duper dope. Wow. Yeah. It's just such a weird juxtaposition for me for, to think of him in Reservoir Dogs and then this because they're very <laughs> opposite movies. Right. Maybe they're not. Maybe they have a lot of parallels. I mean, he's still they're both he's still doing organized crime right. in both of them. Right. Mm-hmm. So not a huge stretch for him. But yeah, the genre of films is a, a, quite the contrast. Yeah. So at the police station, Dolores recounts what she saw. Lieutenant Eddie Souther, um, played by Bill Nunn, who's in Sirens. And rest in peace. Mm -hmm. Introduces himself and informs Dolores that her boyfriend is a major underworld figure into drug dealing and money laundering. The police try to reassure that if she testifies, they'll keep her safe, even though the first two people just kind of disappeared. It will only (laughs) take a couple of months. Lieutenant Souther promises he'll put her in the last place on Earth that Vince would ever look for her. Well, you realize he's a major underworld figure, don't you? He's into drug dealing, money laundering. We've been investigating Mr. LaRocca for the last 18 months. We've got videotapes. We've got surveillance photos. Am I am I in any of the videotapes? No, no, no. Criminal activity. Oh. The tapes aren't enough to convict him. Apparently, there's a lot you don't know about Vince. I mean, the last two people that saw him in action kind of disappeared. What do you mean they kind of disappeared? What, is it? what do you mean? Well, we found a piece here and a piece there. But don't you worry. Here, have a cup of coffee. You're safe now. And we're going to see that you stay that way. That's our job. If you help us, we can help you. If you testify against Vince about what you saw, we can put him away for the rest of his life. Are you crazy? You're telling me this guy is a mad criminal and you want me to testify? Do you know what's going to happen? He's going to track Dolores. me down. He's going to kill me. Can I call you Dolores? You can call me anything you want as long as you keep me alive. We wouldn't put you at risk if we couldn't protect you. Right. It'll only take a couple of months to get a court date. Really? What are you going to do? You're going to stick me in a bag and bury me? Forget it. If you testify, I'm going to put you in the last place on earth that Vince would ever look for you. All right. What did we feel? What did we think about this opening? Did it set up well? Are you excited? Did you I have was an blown idea? by her singing. I, I, did, I had to Google it. Mm-hmm. And when I uh, did, apparently she did her own singing. She did. And that just blew my mind because I didn't think that she was a singer. Yeah. Like, she's not, like, amazing, but, like, for, you know, what I anticipated Whoopi Goldberg sounding like. Yeah. I was <laughs> no, that's good, though. Yeah. Like, you know, I wonder if they maybe thought of, like, hey, she's a stand-up comedian. What if she's a stand-up comedian in Vegas? Oh, no. Then, oh. <laughs> and then what would she do? Teach the nuns how to tell a joke. Yeah. <laughs> that was dumb of me. No, Never I mind. Can, they can tell some, like, Jesus jokes. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Yeah. Um... But yeah, I wonder why they were like, hey, we have a singing role. Let's get Whoopi. You know what I mean? It just seems kind of out of the blue. Unless she did a singing role prior to this. I don't know. But she did great. It yeah. sounded really good. Mm-hmm. I think so. Yeah. So. Yeah. 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 This sets this sets the scene perfectly. Like, uh, it creates yep. Dolores' character, like, as this person who is subject to sin uh, or at least just, I don't know, 
is kind of a smart ass and isn't your clear Christian character that you're, you know, going to expect later. But yeah, it sets it perfectly. You get the reason why she has to be uh, in witness protection program all in like the span of like what five minutes i feel like it's like really <laughs> right. quick it was like, a very quick straight in yeah very quick intro yeah and i do love bill nunn uh re and i both really love the show sirens which is a usa show that lasted what three seasons i think and mm-hmm. bill nunn plays like the he's he's older in this episode he's like the lead person of the emts or whatever they are but he's so funny in that and so i saw sirens first and then seeing this it was like a pleasant surprise do you think they got him because his last name was Nun? Oh, <laughs> that's oh, I love yeah. that. Yeah, they try to like, get this has, we have to, we have to figure out how to put him in. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Should we make him I, the head nun? The the first little like segment. My notes are like all over the place, but um, I I apparently I was really lost at the beginning. <laughs> um, but then I love the costume, so good. Yeah. Yeah. And then um, the whole coat scene bothered me a little bit because. You know that you're a side piece. Yeah. So if you're going to be mm-hmm. a side piece, then understand what your role oh, is. Yeah. You're never going to be the wife. So take the coat, even if it's the wife's coat. Take the coat. If you don't love the coat, yeah. pawn it or something. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. Don't give away a fur coat. I, 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 it makes sense at the end of the movie, but I was just like, why does this guy who's an organized crime care what like the priest says? You know? Because yeah. he's like, he doesn't want to leave his wife because he doesn't, like, he cares about what his priest thinks. And I just thought he was like, like I thought he was fucking with her, like oh. the way he delivered these lines, and I didn't find it very convincing. But it makes sense at the end, you know. Um, I mean, he's why Ital- they build why he's they build Italian, this up, right? I guess I don't know. But well, even if he was part of LCN La Costa Nostra, <laughs> uh, the point one of when you, when you become a made person, and I'm, I'm assuming if he's organized crime, even though it wasn't too prevalent in the early '90s in Vegas, mm-hmm. even though that's how Vegas started was by organized crime. But right. We can get anyways. So my point is, though, if he is a made man and he was sent here from, like, Chicago or something or New York, then he probably had to do the ceremony to where you have to have, like, a card burn in your hand. And it signifies to where if you rat on your friends or, you know, turn your back, then you'll burn in hell forever. Oh, yeah. So they are pretty religious. Interesting. Like, if I had to choose between, like, killing a stranger, like, who works at, like, you know, Biomart, or <laughs> if if uh, a nun, I would kill the Biomart person. <laughs> Yeah, Nobody I, asked you, I, I mean, like... <laughs> <laughs> what? Okay. Nobody asked you that. <laughs> but like, if, if that happened. Oh, okay. Uh, just a hypothetical. I did like the opening singing <laughs> scene, just mm-hmm. just towards the end when she's like, "Nobody's yeah. watching this shit." Yeah, like, I don't give a, you don't give so a shit. Yeah. I love it. That's great. <laughs> that was my favorite. I'm like, I would so be that person. <laughs> you don't give a fuck. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> those co-stars though, like her coat back background singing, they were de- they were dedicated to their performance mm-hmm. though. Yeah, yeah. One was Will Smith's aunt from uh, Fresh yeah. Prince, huh? Well, uh-huh. yeah. And Vivian? Uh, no, the other aunt. Well, I, you know, a lot of people make fun of like Whoopi Goldberg just because she's been famous <laughs> so long. It's like an easy punchline, but like when you don't watch her for a long time, then you see her in a movie, you're like, oh yeah, I totally get why she was so famous. She like yeah. pops off the screen. She's really charismatic. Mm-hmm. She's funny, great delivery. Yeah, and I was like, oh, yeah, that's why she was such a big star, you know? Okay, yeah. this is why I'll bring this up really, really quick. So she gets toted around. I love Obi Goldberg. Like, I'm like, okay, she's great. But she always gets told, like, oh, she's EGOT, EGOT, you know, Emmy, Oscar, Tony, mm-hmm. Grammy-ish. She's not an EGOT in, like, the sense, like, uh, uh, who's the one? Um, Mel Brooks is like one. A, Tony Bennett? 
Yeah, somebody who she she won an Emmy for like a hosting thing. Mm-hmm. She won right. uh, gra- uh Grammy. I'll give her. It's you know it's not a singer, but who's a EGOT winner? Like Audrey Hepburn. Yes, I'm assuming. Yeah, so she she or um who's your girl from West Side Story, Andy? The original one. Yeah, Rita Marina. Rita Morella. Yeah, yeah, she's an EGOT winner. Mm-hmm. She won an EGOT the correct way. <laughs> Whoopi Goldberg, not so much. There, yeah, there's I only can see that. there's only 18 people who have ever won an EGOT. Just that yeah, out. but I'm saying like when I think Grammy, like Viola Davis is is an EGOT now. Uh-huh. She got it for a spoken. It's not like she got it for like a record of the year. Yeah, but it's still a Grammy category. Like it, it's still. A, I'm just. I maybe I'm just jealous. Uh-huh. I'm just jelly of their peanut butter. <laughs> sure. But I don't know. Yeah. I just I love Whoopi Goldberg. I guess, but I guess yeah, so she's. Kind of, I don't know. I'm not. I'm not gonna go off on it. But. <laughs> <laughs> she's kind of isn't she kind of problematic no i don't know i, I think anybody, she... if you're over the age of like 50 i think there's a good chance you're probably gonna be kind of problematic. <laughs> yeah <laughs> but i get what you're saying like i appreciate seeing her act mm-hmm. i'm so used to like the personality of her how is now. she i forget <laughs> how that she is why would she be problematic in any way i think she's uh said a... defending mel gibson defending bill cosby yeah she's uh, yes. defending uh oh. what's his name elliot spitzer Oh. Yeah, she's she's right. made a couple. No worries. Yeah, she punched that baby. Yeah, yeah she punched a baby. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> Bow! It was baby Hitler, so it's fine. <laughs> yeah. Um, did you think like when when they said I'll put you in the last place that well obviously if you see the the out the <laughs> the, cover. the v- video cover you're gonna know right. it's like an, uh-huh. a convent but like did did that surprise you at all? You know, really, they could have put her anywhere, like. I'm trying to think. Like, what if she was like? It could have been funny if she was like in um, Florida or something. I don't know. Like, well, I was thinking of some like Wisconsin or something. Yeah. Some like yeah, you know, I don't know something like that. Or even like if she went to Brazil or Germany would be funny. Whoopi Goldberg in Germany would have been good. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. So or in the ocean, if she had a, like an underground bunker in the ocean, nobody would have planned to look <laughs> there. What would that movie look like? Did she just like I the think shellfish? She slowly just goes insane. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She becomes a mermaid. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> All right. Church organ music plays. <laughs> Lieutenant Souther and Dolores walk into the church. He wants her to stay there a while. She says he's out of his damn mind. There's nothing but a lot of white women dressed as nuns. What is she going to do here? Souther suggests prayer. We cut to Monsignor O'Hara, uh, played by Joseph Maher from in and out Also, rest in peace. And the Reverend Mother, Maggie Smith arguing over this arrangement as well. The Reverend Mother feels it could endanger the convent, but the Messenior says the police have promised to make a generous financial donation to the church. The Mother reluctantly agrees, but after seeing Dolores, she says it's impossible. Surely there are more appropriate places. We can save this young woman's life and imprison a parasite all in one gesture. My heart goes out to her, of course. My concern would be she might subject the convent to danger. The Reno Police Department assures me you'll be protected from any harm. They've promised to make a generous financial donation. As you know, your small convent is in danger of closing. Well, if they can afford to be so generous, so can we... Absolutely not. I couldn't possibly. Well, think of it this way, Reverend Mother. She's an ideal prospect for rehabilitation. That is not a person you can hide. That is a conspicuous person designed to stick out. I feel like there's some blatant racism going on here. She was like, it's impossible. I couldn't possibly. She's uh, 
She says Dolores is a conspicuous person designed to stick out. I was like, hmm, I don't like that. Hmm. Anyway, the Monsignor reminds Reverend Mother that she took a vow to help all in need, to which Reverend Mother retorts that she lied. Lieutenant Souther leaves Dolores there protesting. Alone in the room together, Dolores tries to suck up to Reverend Mother, but it doesn't work, and they exchange barbs. We hear a scream as Dolores sees herself in the mirror after changing changing into her habit. Reverend Mother says she will conduct herself as a nun while she stays and will go by Mary Clarence. It's lunchtime and Dolores is introduced to the rest of the sisters. Mary Patrick, played by Kathy Najimi, is the first to welcome her and suggests that she deliver the blessing, which starts off fine but goes awry quickly. Dolores swiftly finds herself in trouble and is punished with a fast. The next morning, Mary Patrick awakens Dolores at 5 a.m. for morning mass. Sister Mary Lazarus, um, Mary Wicks, White Christmas, rest in peace, and the choir perform. The sisters interrogate Dolores about her past, but she talks too much, so the Reverend Mother orders her to do chores. A late-night call to Lieutenant Souther has Dolores pleading to be moved from the convent. He informs her that some of the witnesses have been found dead due, due to a leak in the department. He instructs her not to call him and that he'll be in touch. Uh, Mary Robert, Wendy McKenna uh, from Airbud, brings Dolores an alarm <laughs> clock, and we see the first meaningful connection between Dolores and one of the sisters. After Mary Robert leaves, Dolores sneaks out to a bar across the street. Mary Robert follows. She picks out a song on the jukebox, put a bike, puts a biker in his place, and orders a Coke. Hey, sister. Hey, this jukebox got anything on it from Sound of Music? <laughs> hey, baby! What a dance, sister. Why? You don't have any rhythm. <laughs> Young man, take your foot down off that stool. Now have a seat. Have a seat. While she is sitting there, Mary Robert bursts in, followed quickly by Mary Patrick. As Dolores is trying to get them out of the bar, Mary Patrick spots the jukebox and puts on Gravy by Dee Dee Sharp. She grabs Mary Robert and runs to the dance floor, but Mary Robert flees. She dances with some of the other guests as they sneak back into the convent. They're confronted by Reverend Mother. So I love this bar scene. I think it's yeah. hilarious. It's one of my favorites, and I think we should have none bars. I'm here to see a man about a car for the convent. Really? Yes. No, I didn't, and I'm going to get you out of here. Really Let's go. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Oh, it's jukebox. Oh, one song, one song. No, Do you have no, a quarter no, one song, no, please? No, 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 no. Come on, he does. All right. It'll come back to you tenfold. Thanks. Hurry up. Hurry up. Oh, I love this song. Um, this scene and then like the Reno scene when they're all running through Reno, 
Mm-hmm. I, I my first like if this happened today, my first instinct would be like, oh, it's a bar crawl. Yeah, like, it's just people dressed oh, right. as nuns doing a bar crawl. Um, does anybody want to go first? I have a few things for this whole section. Do it. Yeah, my fa- the thing that I thought was the funniest part is when uh, Whoopi Goldberg is like eating, and then uh, the lady comes and takes the food. And she's like, "No, no, no, it's my food." No, no, just mm-hmm. and the way she just stops mid sentence and looks down, and she's like, "I love that." I don't know why I thought that was really funny. Yeah. Uh, but who? Okay, so this bar scene or the bar scene in Seventh Heaven where the dad um, abducts the sister—that <laughs> was pretty good. <laughs> yeah, they're both pretty good in their own right. I don't know which one's better. I would be so excited if I saw nuns coming sure. in. Oh, totally! I, I would be like, "This is really cool." I'd probably be on my best behavior. You think so? I think so because I don't want to go to hell. Like, I don't know if hell exists or not, but I'm just like banking on like it might exist. <laughs> okay. Anytime I see any older people, I always try to be like super nice. Yeah. I don't give a but then you have to think religion, but... like nowadays, if you see a woman or a man that's like uh, seventy. You have to imagine that in the 60s, they were doing orgies, they were doing uh-huh. LSD, they were doing... Mm-hmm. Every time I see an older person now, I'm like, oh, I know what the fuck you were up to. <laughs> yeah, for sure. It's weird to think about that. Yeah. Yeah. But you both just equated nuns to old people. <laughs> like, Kathleen, did you... Oh, yeah, I was <laughs> saying, the religious aspect, I could give a shit okay. less. But if I do see, like, any older people come That's in, then yeah, I try I to see. be, yeah. Um... <laughs> it's like when I, when I find out somebody's, like, a shrink... I'm like I, I try not to talk too much because I don't want them like analyzing <laughs> like, me. Hmm, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I had to go. Oh, oh, go ahead. Oh, the only thing I was gonna say, I don't know if it's ever if it's no like it maybe Whoopi has like a has a skin disease or something. I don't know. She doesn't have eyebrows, and it, I kept noticing yeah, that for sure. So hmm. that's something. It's a fact. <laughs> Thank you for okay. sharing. Uh. So I had to Google like where the co- convent was because oh, I don't think they made it very clear. It's that, in San Francisco. That they, yeah, or around there. Yeah, oh, like, wow. I don't think they made it very clear. So like, and for most of the movie, I'm like, is this in Nevada somewhere? Mm. Like, where where is this? Uh, why do the father and, and um, why does the Monsignor and the sister have British accents? Like, why they, not? I, it just it it just seems strange for like San Francisco. If that's where sounds it sounds more formal. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I was just wondering, like, why would they running San Francisco church have British accents? All right. Next. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, <that's>... uh <laughs> you own it. At that bar, at that bar scene, there's a machine that's spinning and heating hot dogs. Would yes, you, I saw that. Would, <laughs> would either of you eat? Would any of you eat uh, a hot dog at a dive bar like that? Probably. Uh, I've been really drunk places yeah. before, yeah. and like I've tried, like they go like, "Oh, we have those uh, some kind of like fucking egged or pickled whatever pickled for eggs. a dollar," and I'll like, "Yeah, I've had egg, I've had like chicken foot, I've tried a bunch of shit because I was drunk." Mm. So yeah, probably. Right. I've eaten, and if they were cheap, I'd be like, "Give me three. Yeah, <laughs> I've eaten. Uh, I've eaten French fries off of Andy's the floor of Andy's car. Right? <laughs> so I'm like, I have no fucking standards. Okay. When I was in Florida for like uh, six months, I was just partying straight, and then there was a Seven Eleven nearby, so like <clears throat> I would just go to the hot dog place that had chili, and I would get a hot dog, and then I would fill the box up with chili, and that was like my dinner. I'm like, Good, this is yeah. like a twelve pack. <laughs> oh, I like that. So, okay, yeah. When Andy's drinking, Andy likes to party. It's one of the things. Yeah. <laughs> one of the things I noticed. Uh, and then the last thing I had was, um, I just I, I looked it up. So, um, Kathy Najimi was actually raised. Um, is it Maronite Catholic? A Mennonite? No, not no. Mar- no. I don't know how to pronounce that. Okay. So she was raised Catholic. So that was kind of 
cool, cool detail for this. Uh, and then she and she and Whoopi actually had really similar career like paths, like how they got <laughs> started. So they both uh, did like one woman shows on Broadway and were uh, both cool. aired on HBO right around the same time. So it's kind of cool that they crossed paths. And they were in a movie called Soap Dish, like in two years before this one, together. Interesting. Mm. So. We'll have to watch that. Mm-hmm. Whoopi definitely did a bunch of movies that were like, you could tell that she was doing it just for a paycheck. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Because there's some really shit shows that she's been in. <laughs> she did some, too, that like, because of her contracts, that she had to like do it. She could do a different movie and shit. Um, but, you know, I was thinking about this. I didn't think about that. I do want to touch back to what you said, Rhea, about poss- the possibility of the main done being racist. I, that didn't even cross my mind. But there is no colored people, and if she yeah. has the final say on who actually gets accepted, yeah, there's no people of color in the whole. Yeah, is it a covenant? Yeah. So maybe I just I feel like they that could just be a writing mistake because I feel like the writers wouldn't want to make her racist because I think part of the movie is Whoopi Goldberg living up to the expectation of the head nun going like, hey, I can be a good person, but if the head person's a piece of shit. Why would they, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. It would be like more like the Dean, like, let's th- throw bras at everybody, you know? I don't know where I'm going with this. But. <laughs> but like, uh, the Maggie Smith one, she had some, a mix of like helpful, like uh, tough love. Mm-hmm. But then also some of the stuff she said to Whoopi Goldberg was just fucking asshole. Yeah. yeah. Like she was just a fucking asshole. But she asshole also is very like against the community and yeah. like, you know, accusing it of like bad crime and like not being safe right. and. I mean, uh, and, I and, and assume and, she was very racist. And most of the people they portrayed in the community were black. Yeah. So it, all the people in the bar, I think, were they're all like biker dudes. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. So I was originally saying because her hair was so big and she had all the glittery stuff and smoking cigarettes, mm-hmm. but maybe there's some truth to that. Yeah. And then oh, maybe Whoopi also uh, warmed up her cold heart too. So maybe yeah. it's like a double movie that we didn't think about. I mean, yeah, I, like a uh, like a racist that like stops being racist yeah for sure because she likes uh, motown so much <laughs> if not let's fucking write that movie yeah. <laughs> that's like a good movie does maggie smith have like eyes that go different directions i feel like yes sometimes <laughs> like, yes. i can't tell <laughs> like i'm not like i'm not throwing shit it just looked like she was a lizard yeah <laughs> All right. she looks so much older and hook she and looks, they came out like right at the same time. This movie came out when? 92. 92. 92. And she looks old in this movie. And she's still alive? Yeah. Yeah, she's 88. And she looks she exactly the same. Jesus Christ. <laughs> she actually, for some reason, looks a little younger and fatter now, which I don't, <laughs> which I don't get. A lot, of people like, when, almost 90. a lot of people, when they get older, they get fatter just so it tightens their skin so they don't have as many wrinkles. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> All right. Oh. Uh, uh, what do you think of the cast so far? Like, did you? Oh, I think so far, I mean, everybody was great. I think yeah. the cop was lovable. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a good choice to have because he does seem kind of rough, but also lovable. And then uh, Harvey Keitel, any time he plays a gangster, I think he can do it well. Like yeah. I said earlier, I think uh, Whoopi has great charisma on screen. She really pops. And then, yeah, Maggie Smith fucking killed as an old British lady. So the, <laughs> the women that are the nuns, Besides the lead one, so like Kathy and Jimmy and the Mary, the little one, mm-hmm. Mary Tyler, and then there's the Mary the, Tyler less, and I saw <laughs> yeah, and I saw that there's the little lady from Wedding Singer, yeah, the hip, hop, yeah, the hip, yeah, that one, oh yeah, yeah. Besides them, or I wonder, are all those women actresses? Yes, or were like like 
I like, mean, they like, are acting. What do you think they got nuns, like actual nuns, to just sit in the background? <laughs> well, no, like, no, no, no. I meant like, like, oh, Granny, there's like a casting call for some like old bat. Like, why don't we wheel you in? That's how I think a lot of them. They probably a lot of our uh, them are probably extras. You yeah, know. extras with a couple lines here mm. and there. Okay, I don't know. I uh, I love the anytime. It, uh, I I think the cast is great. I think Kathleen Jimmy is like is is so perfect for this. And yeah. mm-hmm. is, I was just gonna say, anytime yeah. I see her on screen, I feel happy. Uh-huh. Yes, she does something. I'm like, yay! Yeah, yeah I don't, she's great. Yeah, she, isn't it with like if you have social security, like you can't make a certain amount of money though. Yeah, if you make too much. So I wonder how, like, if any of these women lost their social security because they made a paycheck once. No, when you're an extra, you don't get paid like at all, really. Jesus. And then if you don't have any lines, it's like two hundred bucks a day, or it's something like now. But back then, it was probably like twenty. And actually, back then in '92, they probably didn't even have like an extras uh, union like they do now. Oh, okay. Yeah, so probably even less. So that'd be so. sad if you're like we're, we're laughing at these women and like they lost their health care. <laughs> right. Yeah. And like, well, I was just watching. I was just listening to an interview with. Uh, oh, fuck! If I can't think of it quick, we'll just skip it. Hold on. Uh, I can't think of his name. He was in Party Down. Ken Burn. Not Ken Marino. Burns. Ken Reno, yeah, yeah. He said when he had his show on, when he was on the state, they were only making $1,000 a week. Uh-huh. And he goes, but then with bills and everything, he goes, I almost had to get a second job. So people have been like, hey, I see you on TV. Uh, what are you doing here? Oh, just what can I get you to drink? <laughs> you know? Oh, like, yeah. So even being like an actor in like a TV show at that time in the early 90s, you didn't make that much. So yeah. depending on what yeah. that of course. So the next day, the Reverend Mother threatens to kick Dolores out. But after pleading, she lets her stay, but on the condition that she joins the choir. Oh, no, come on, don't send me away, really. I mean, I'm just starting to get the hang of this. I mean, look, I'm not going to endanger anyone or anything else, I swear. What about forgiveness? Isn't that what you preach? There's got to be something around here that I can do that's not going to chip my nails or annoy anybody. You're right, Mary Clarence. To err is human, to forgive divine. You may stay. But I shall restrict your activities to a single task. What's that? Singing. You will join the choir. Choir? No. You will sleep and you will sing. That will be your task until you leave. No. The choir? Mary Lazarus thinks Reverend Mother sent Dolores to replace her and challenges her to make him sing. Their first try at a D major chord is awful. Mary Patrick is instructed to sing an octave lower than the one she's been singing at, and Mary Robert finally lets her voice be heard. Immediately, the choir can sing a note together and on key. Oh, we did it! We actually sang! (laughs) The next Sunday, the choir performs under the direction of Dolores, much to the dismay of Reverend Mother. But they're good, and the rest of the sisters are amazed. Then the piano kicks up, and the clapping begins. The Reverend Mother is not amused, but people begin to walk in from the street. Even the altar boys are into it. Our life, our sweetness here
Girl group, boogie woogie on the piano. Dolores has a... Oh. Yeah, Dolores has a good point. Church is a drag. It should be more like Vegas. The Monsignor congratulates the Reverend Mother on her leadership and innovation by revamping the choir. Dolores uses the opportunity to get the sisters out into the neighborhood. Cue Just a Touch of Love by CNC Music Factory. We get a montage of the sisters' revitalization efforts. They clean up graffiti, prevent people from going into the adult book and film store, <laughs> take down the gates to the church, fix cars, host a soup kitchen. We see church donations roll in. My favorite scene of the movie is Mary Patrick dancing uh, with those and the the group of girls around with those overalls. Mm-hmm. There are two mm-hmm. On the corner. cut yeah. scenes, one with Connie and Vince at their home. Connie pesters Vince about donating money to the convent. We are lucky Vince can't be bothered to watch the coverage or he would see Dolores. We also see Lieutenant Souther at his place cooking bacon, I think. I don't know what he was cooking. And having a (laughs) glass of wine. (laughs) He does see, he sees Dolores and says he'll kill her himself. He turns off the stove and rushes to the church, I think. A daycare center and a food kitchen for the homeless. As a matter of fact, the Man, you've got to see this cute guns. I'm shooting pools. Babe, we should send them money. They're do-gooders. Attribute this reach-out philosophy to a new addition to the convent, Sister Mary Clarence, who, unfortunately, is a little camera shy. I'm going to kill her. I'm going to kill her myself. Yeah, I, I was like, why does a local like cop and reno have a budget to just fly to san francisco for a conversation yeah like that could have been a phone call just like hey i saw you on tv what the what the fuck yeah but he flew all the way to san francisco i'm like just wasting taxpayer money yeah that scene where he's uh getting out of the plane and getting into the car mm-hmm. I, for some reason I, it, it took me out of the movie and i was just thinking like i wonder how long they had to film that like yeah, they, it's they, yeah, it's like such yeah. low stakes for like a high stakes like scenario where it's like he, they're waiting for his plane to land, like a private jet or something, and then here's the car keys yeah. go. Like yeah. it's a three <laughs> it's hour drive silly. too. So I mean, it's it's like a three hour drive. So like it probably takes longer to go to the fucking airport and do all that <laughs> than if you would have just driven. So yeah, I don't know. Were I, and I, I'm sorry. Did were you? Is this where you wanted to break? Sure. Okay. Um, I I wanted to I wanted to run this by you guys and just to see. So they turn. Uh, what's the song that they? T- my guy. Mm-hmm. They did they my do God. this yet? <laughs> yeah. Did they do my God yeah. yet, or is that coming later? I don't. I, I no, think it's this coming is after. this one right now. Is my God? We haven't talked about it yet. Uh-uh. Okay, I'll wait. Okay. Um. Anyway, I don't know that I would cook bacon and drink wine. Like bacon I and wine. Is... Orange juice. Oh, to me it looked like wine. Gotcha. I mean, it looked like he was frying like fish. Uh, in there and it was like really hot like you could hear i know uh, and you could see all the oil like I just, there was a lot of detail it was for a scene weird, weird. Um, there's like a prop person just, just for that we need hotter we need a hotter man <laughs> like what if he burned himself really bad in that scene and like we didn't know yeah. or something uh, they just took their job super seriously that the plot the set designer they're just like i'm gonna make the most of this yeah, job sure. yeah when i was watching this and if i if i was an actor and i think it's different for like whoopee but and probably okay. So if if you if you're a known actor, I think it's a little bit different. I don't know. Okay, hear me out though. Okay. So when I was watching this, unless I was an actor, and they go, "Hey, I'll, we'll pay you twenty thousand dollars, but you have to go and do the scene of being like being the nun and like the, the clapping." Yeah, I'd feel so fucking dumb. I <laughs> I couldn't do it. Like just I was I felt so cringe watching that. But when Mother Mayor Mailer Tyler Mary Tyler Les because I can't remember her name. 
fucking hits that like chord when they're all singing. Oh, it's so sick, the Wait, small lady. So the only thing we commented about that when we were watching it is every time she sang, and some of the other ones too, but especially her, when she would sing, it, she would like, after she was done hitting that note, she would like startle herself. Like, <laughs> like, like, oh, did that really just happen? Did I really yeah. just sing? Like, you've been practicing. <laughs> you've done the song multiple yeah, times. Calm down. Calm down, girl. You guys know when to clap, so you guys have done the song. Yeah. Oh, I did like her though, but she wears a different a different mm. uniform because she's like newer so, to the yeah. So to she the thing? hasn't taken her Is vows it? yet. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Can can uh can nuns have a past like Whoopi's character and become actual nuns? I think so. Yeah. Like so, they can be like like slutty and stuff and whatever, and yeah. and then become nuns. Yes. But priests can priests do that? Just to now, you know what? Hang, low hanging fruit. I'm oh, good. okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I know the, when the altar boys were clapping, were yeah, happy. Yeah. Like I'm like, oh, they deserve this. Yeah, they're just happy they're not behind right now. <laughs> yeah. Um, the CNC music, like great montage music. Oh, that was fun. Amazing. And the montage is great. The montage is wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. Kathy Najimy is just stealing the whole, the whole. Oh, like for, for sure. me, like yeah. the, like she is the star of this. Like I just. Every line delivery is so perfect and like mm-hmm. and genuine and like um earnest and just like I I just like oh, she's so fucking cute and adorable. Like uh, yeah. she's perfect for this. Yeah. I like how the uh okay, when when Whoopi goes to choir practice for the first time and like hears them being like like uh-huh. not, not good and she takes over, I was I loved how gracious she was yeah. to the other coach mm-hmm. or teacher. I just thought that was so great. Like she like built her up as well. Yeah. yeah. I made her feel included. I thought that was so sweet. Yeah. And yeah. then like she what's the piano player's name? Alma. Alma. Yeah. She's like what did she say? She says, Alma, <laughs> check your battery. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Favorite. Yeah, it was, oh, that's a fun so scene fun. overall. Yeah. Cause yeah, you just uh, like you hear you hear from the beginning how bad they are, and you're just like, how are you going to turn this around? I feel like it was too fast though. Oh, it was way too fast. Yeah. I was like, suddenly they can perfectly sing a note. Like, yeah, that doesn't happen. Yeah, and then like the next day they're singing like a full song, and like yeah, and maybe more time passed than that from that. But I was just like, I felt like there should have been more struggle between them learning the ropes of singing and, and choir. And well, there's like a baby yeah. scene. Where, like, she's listening in her cell, and you just hear them doing scales. Yeah. And that's, so, like, we I are, know. I think, to believe that they've been practicing for a while. Yeah. But maybe there could have been, like, a conflict between her and the the previous choir, you know, teacher. Mary Lazarus. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I just feel like there could have been more time devoted to that. Because it is, like, the most important part of the movie is just, like, it, it, it it's hinged on the, the, the success of this choir. So I feel like it needed more more stakes than that gotcha. well that's what i was saying I, like watching this as an adult i was like i think with those two mont i think there's too too many montages mm-hmm. in this movie so when she's like cleaning it's just like a quick montage boom it's over and then now you're singing and then yeah hey we're a lot better quick montage so i felt like you're right i do feel like they're it's missing a little substance because they try to force it yeah. and the movie's not very long so it's like can yeah. you just add on like an extra nine minutes yeah maybe like it, oh, the previous weird. teacher or instructor maybe more of a conflict of interest but, or conflict between between the two of them yeah yeah um i don't know in my notes i wrote laugh out loud so at one point i was i thought it was like literally lol <laughs> and then um oh do we get to the point yet where there's the wanted poster yes wanted. Okay, so the wanted poster that they find, I didn't catch the whole thing, but what I got from it was there's a wanted poster of, like, a missing person for Whoopi Goldberg's character, yeah. and 
it it's made to seem like they want you know their loved one back, yeah. but then it says dead or alive. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like if if I like lost my kid or my cat, my cat or something, yeah. Yeah. I I say dead or alive on the poster. Well, then being in Reno too, like people probably thought it was just like a funny little like, oh, yeah. look, you can get these made somewhere because it's Reno. Uh, yeah. you know? So I don't know if that's been the best way to market. Reno seems sad. Is that where sad people go? I yes. love Reno. Really, I like it's pretty Reno. sad. I thought. it's very sad. Oh, I didn't think so. What did you like about it? <laughs> well, then uh, it's like a smaller Vegas, and you get drunk and go to the. Or it's a Silver Legacy, I think I stayed last time I was there, mm-hmm. and they have big arcades and it was fun. The only time it was right. Oh, go ahead. The only time I was there was my parents. We were on like a road trip or something, but we spent a, a couple of days in Reno. But I was the most sick. I th- what I was like I could ever be in my life. Like <laughs> oh, I was no. so disgustingly sick as a child for mm-hmm. this this trip to Reno. Like I stayed uh-huh. in the hotel room the whole time. It was so bad. Ugh. I remember the first time I went to Reno, I was driving through with my dad, and I was, I was like in third grade or fourth yeah. grade or something. And uh, he goes, all right, well, I'm going to go out for a little bit. I'm like, cool. You know, I'll just watch movies in the hotel room. And he goes, anything I win tonight, I'll give you like 10% or something. I'm like, sweet, cool, whatever. He ended up winning like 800 bucks. Nice. And I was like a little bucks. kid, and I was like, what? And he gave me like the $80. I was like, holy shit. That's like, awesome. I, I remember I was like, this is gangster. You know, I was yeah. like, no fucking way. That's cool, too, because he could have lied and said, oh, here's 10 bucks, yeah. you know. But like you're, so, yeah, you're right? getting yeah. eighty bucks as a kid—that's huge. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, I think both of you had different experiences in Vegas. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, and yeah, I right. was going to mention since we're watching you on on camera between the two of you, is there toilet paper? Because it looks like there's toilet paper. Is that yes, just in case something there happens? Is we we paper. were really sick last week. <laughs> oh, are you wiping the bath in the bedroom? No, it's like no. smelling her nose. Oh, okay. I'm like, Jesus Christ, Allie. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> dick. Um, for those listening, we're, Rhea and I are in our, our office where there's the, our guest bed, and there's they Jeff can see the toilet paper. So I'm not judging. Like, do yeah, you? whatever. <laughs> you I love judging. you so much. But I don't care who you are. If anybody watching this movie, when you see Kathy Najimi dance on the corner, uh-huh. like you were yes. saying, Rhea, it's, you're going to get a big smile on your face because uh-huh. it's fucking amazing. Yes. I don't well, Any time of day, it's just funny. Yeah. They don't overdo it. Yeah. It's it's great. Yeah. And she gets down. So yeah. yeah this is not like a spoiler to the end, but like throughout this movie, when she starts turning into like you know, embracing her cause with this group. Mm-hmm. I really thought, spoiler, I really thought that she was going to become a nun. Right. Is, oh, did you all feel character? Yeah. yeah. I felt, I did not feel that okay. way. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I can see why. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, I can definitely <laughs> see why, for sure. But, like, with Kathy and Jimmy's, it's just, like, so cool seeing, like, somebody who's, like, forced to hide their, like, she's just very outgoing and so mm-hmm. like happy and just like you, you see this character who's like sort of broken down a little bit and, and shy and like afraid to like uh you know be themselves and then like to like grow and blossom into this like super quirky fun character it's like that's like a really fun growth for at least her character uh, you think kathy najimi's character yeah huh I, I, I mean she's a little quirky in the beginning like she's like eager to like you know in, like introduce and like um but like you know she's She's like they're all under the the rule the reign of Maggie Smith's character, so like it's fun to see her character get more and more eccentric hmm. as it builds through the the movie. Gotcha. All right. It's a packed Sunday morning at St. Catherine's. The prologue to the song is about Mary Magdalene, which just a sidebar. Like I don't know why I was allowed to watch this movie because like if you think about it, they're like equating Mary Magdalene as like this whore, right? Which she was, but like <laughs> it just is a weird thing to sort of make like my god as this 
I don't know. It's a weird thing to it's relate like those to. Yeah, yeah, it's weird. Um, so we hear a religious variation on my guy. This Sunday's hymn is inspired by the lesson of Mary Magdalene. Now, Mary Magdalene was a young lady with a past. Oh, yes. And she was no stranger to sin. She was no stranger to practically anybody. Many condemned her. The whole neighborhood, in fact. But one man refused to do so. One man said, hey now, hold on, wait a minute. Listen to the girl's story. Hail, girls. Hail, Mary. What's up? Well, Jerusalem's become a real drag. Everybody hates me. Uh-uh. Not that guy over there. Who, him? They all say he's different. They say he's really weird. We don't care what people say. To us, he's always there. Really? After the service, the Monsignor tells the choir that the Pope is planning to attend a special service next Sunday evening. Dolores receives a phone call from Lieutenant Souther letting her know that the trial date has been moved up and Dolores will be free in 48 hours. The Reverend Mother shares news that she has submitted her resignation to Monsignor O'Hara. Dolores tries to get her to stay. Mary Lazarus, Mary Robert, and Mary Patrick hold a secret ice cream party as a thank you for Dolores. Didn't they have any peanut butter pecan? I love that. Not peanut butter pecan. Just, just butter, butter pecan. pecan. <laughs> Didn't they have any butter pecan? Anyway, Detective Tate is the leak. He finds out where Dolores is hiding by seeing the voucher for the $10,000 donation to the church. Here's our leak, boys. Plug him up. Lieutenant Souther rushes to the church. Uh, Dolores doesn't want to leave. She ditches him by sneaking out of the bathroom. Joey and Willie surprise Dolores and Mary Robert and abduct them at gunpoint. They're taking her back to the Moonlight Lounge. I love this scene, this music for this scene. There you are. We've been looking for you. Shh, shh, shh. Rehearsal's about to okay, start. Okay, let's go. Surprise. Guess who? What's Rehearsal's it? this way, sister. Hey, Dolores. Hi. Yeah. All right, all right. Uh, Lieutenant Souther goes after them. The Reverend Mother fills the sisters in on the truth, and they guilt a charter pilot into flying them to Reno. <laughs> that seems so great. <laughs> so great. Yes. Do you have something to say, Allie? No. Okay. I just like that scene. Well, I thought you were going to say something about my God. Yeah, or you can okay. finish the synopsis. It's fine. All right. Back at the Moonlight Lounge, Vince orders the boys to waste her, but they are having a hard time killing a nun. They tell her to strip, and she kneels to pray. She hits them in the junk and escapes. We get another casino chase scene. The sisters have found the Moonlight Lounge and rush over to um, and rush over to find Dolores. The Reverend Mother urges them to try to blend in. <laughs> Dolores teaches a bunch of gamblers a lesson. Excuse me. Excuse me. I'm sorry. Excuse me. Place your bets. Red 23. Sure. Mm -hmm. How do you know? Red 23. Well, we're two. Here. Works for me. Come on, <laughs> All the way. Red 14. I was just trying to teach you all a lesson. Sister Mary Ignatius takes up gambling. <laughs> Vince and his goons corner Dolores, but at that moment, the nuns surround her. Hilarity ensues as Vince, Joey, and Willie try to find her. Yes, sweetheart. I love Mary Lazarus. 
Uh, Souther instructs his men to seal off the exits and get ready to move in. The nuns escape through a private poker room, but Vince and his boys find them. Dolores steps forward. Vince is too much of a coward to shoot her and tells Joey to do it. He says he still can't shoot a nun. Vince says Dolores is just a broad. The Reverend Mother assures him she is a nun. He's not convinced. As he readies to shoot her, Lieutenant Souther shoots him in the arm. As they take him away, Dolores has two words for him. Bless you. The sisters and Dolores share an emotional moment. The movie ends with a performance of I Will Follow Him with a Pope in attendance. Dolores is no longer restricted by her habit. We are treated to a solo by Mary Robert. The Pope is having a great time. I love the 90s ending with the still ending. Various magazine yeah. covers featuring Dolores in the choir and two of their albums spin in as a cover of Shout by the Choir. Oh, Horrible police work, though, right? By this cop, <laughs> just yeah. leaving all that shit on the desk. Yeah. I, this, like, so this movie too. I remember when I was a kid, it seemed a little bit more like, not like I was like, it was like urgent, mm-hmm. but like all the chase scenes, especially like the car chase scene. There's like whimsical music going on, so I don't like the whole time. I, I know, especially with this being like a family type movie, she's not going to get murdered, right? <laughs> like, yeah. it's not going to happen. <laughs> but I just felt like I don't know. Maybe now that I'm an adult, I would have made it a little bit more. I would have changed the music up a little bit during the car chase scene to make it a little more uh, scary. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe, maybe that's just that. me, though. Hmm. Uh, the, the, my favorite part of the movie um, was when the nuns were getting ready, ready to go, and uh, Mary Robert, I think, the young one, yeah. says, like, what do I do if I forget the lines or oh, yeah. blah, blah, blah. And Whoopi's like, you're going straight to hell. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah. Just kidding. It was yeah, so yeah. good. Yeah. Like, her face, she looks so scary. <laughs> it was just like, I don't know, it just, they didn't have that relationship where you could be that dark. <laughs> but I, I guess Whoopi did slip up a few times when uh, she makes the thing, like, about, oh, it's better than sex. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So she does kind of slip up a little bit. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> but I also thought uh, the Maggie Smith leaving maybe that was a good idea for her she like even though her and Whoopi became you know more respectful of each other i don't think she you know embraced what Whoopi was doing mm-hmm. completely so maybe it was good for her to leave yeah but she didn't maybe end up leaving up. she said because at the end Whoopi says i thought you were leaving and she says we well we both can't leave yeah she was being dramatic yeah <laughs> yeah <she> was... <laughs> or hysterical uh, I'm joking. I am joking. No, she was, not she's sexist. being petty for sure. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, this is where that Harvey Keitel character like pays off at the end because yeah, like him saying I won't like leave my wife because of religious reasons is like the same reasons like he just can't come to like shoot her either mm. as a nun because mm. he'll order them to do it. But like it comes down to it, like when he's like like he still orders them to do the shot even in front of her with a gun. Huh. I was yeah. seeing, think, seeing more of that as like he just didn't want to do any of the dirty work because he didn't shoot Ernie either. Mm. Uh, Joey shot him. Yeah. So it was, for me it was just mm. like eh, he was just like I'm not going to get my hands dirty. Yeah. I felt like in that scene though like he like I thought his character conveyed a little bit like he he like oh I don't want to shoot a nun either gotcha. kind of thing I thought yeah I, I think it's yeah a little bit of both mm-hmm. I mean they didn't get Capone on a murder they got him on tax evasion sure yeah right yeah yeah I I'm not saying this as a joke but 
Um, so it probably won't be funny. Okay. Uh, okay. Wait, say it like, what's the deal? <laughs> what's the deal? And then it'll be a joke. I, I did, I found it odd that Whoopi a couple times in it is like, leave them out of it. They had nothing to do with it. Take me. And st-. I'm like, fuck that shit. I would not do that. <laughs> like, if somebody was like, I saw them kill somebody, I would be like, they're probably going to kill me. Yeah. So and, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be like, kill me. No, because they probably are going to kill you. And it doesn't really make sense <laughs> for her character either because, like, why does she care that much? Right? What do you mean? To do what? Why does she care so much about these nuns? Yeah. Well, that's it's what not the like whole she's, movie's she's been. Like, yeah. Of course she cares about them now. But she's she's only there for like a week or two, no, right? No, there for maybe she three weeks? there for months. Yeah, like uh, one to two months. Oh, they, I felt like they didn't portray that very good. But my point is that like she wasn't, uh, it's not like she was a loner and this is the first group of people that ever accepted her. She had two friends that she grew up with yeah. singing with, you know? Hmm. So, uh, but I guess she was really upset at the murder, so she was kind of a good person. <laughs> but like when, but like when like she's hiding of... in the in the group of nuns, when they confront her, she should have stayed hidden because they're because you already know that these guys are not going to kill these nuns. They're going to kill you, even though you're claiming to be a nun now. So they're going to yeah, kill you. But she, they're yeah. not going to kill these nuns. So have the nuns attack the guys. Well, <laughs> <laughs> nuns get them. Ah! But no, they had to have the male. They had to have the male cop. <laughs> Last minute. That makes me think of, the like, there's this clip, I think it's Magnum P.I. or something, where uh, he's, like, walking uh, past a church, and there's this nun who's, like, on a ladder painting. And, <laughs> yes, and he stops and thinks and goes, nuns don't work on Sundays. And he turns around and shoots her. <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a clip from, like, the 70s some, TV show. It's so good. There there are some wonderful fucking Magnum episodes, yeah. There are some bad ones, but there's some great ones. That's so funny. Um, yeah. Okay, so sure. <laughs> the like, I think the person had like jeans on and shit underneath the nuns. Yeah. Too, if yeah. I correctly. Oh, yeah. So funny. But yeah, nuns don't work on Sunday. Like he had to stop and think for a second <laughs> and then say it out loud and then turn around and shoot him. Um, so this sort of bastardization of my guy makes me think of like all the terrible Christian covers that exist out oh, there. Right. And I just wanted yeah. to list a couple that I okay. that I think are just egregious. So there's is God man style, like instead of God God Gangnam, Gangnam style. style. <laughs> okay. Uh, this is probably my favorite. Hey hey, we're not monkeys. I <laughs> heard this. that one growing up. <laughs> Hey, hey, we're not monkeys. <laughs> no, hey, hey, we're the monkeys. Um, we like to oh, monkey. Oh, I monkey. thought it was we're not going to take it. Oh, oh, no, no it's hey, hey, we're hey, the monkeys, we're monkeys, people. Yeah, so <laughs> this is like the we're stretch the of we're not monkeys in evolution. Oh, my God. Wait, so if, if it was we're not going to take it why, and they make it a Jesus version, hey, why would they hey, add monkeys? we're not monkeys. <laughs> <laughs> well, because they're not going to take the shit of, like, scientists. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, we're oh, not yeah, really yeah, monkeys. Yeah. Um, no. There's also the, the real Sin Savior <laughs> instead of the real Slim Shady. Oh, oh, that's oh okay. Uh, crank that church boy. <laughs> I kind of want to hear that. Uh huh. That's <laughs> yeah, awful. That too. And then because soldier, soldier, soldier boy is a, about coming on a woman's back. Yeah. Oh, is it? Or I literally thought like, it was about dancing at a party. No, it's like coming on her back and then like putting a sheet on her or something. So yeah. she's like wearing a cape. Really? It's some Superman, sort of sexual act. Uh, and then oh, this one's funny. Baby weird. got book. Reference oh, okay. to the Bible. That's like a more. I guess it's a good way to like recruit like younger people. Yeah. But just like the need Why? to like take pop culture songs and bastardize it to Christianity is just so funny to me. Right. Yeah. A few years ago, the, a church tried to do that to Hamilton, and then Manny oh. Miranda's like, "Hey, motherfucker, I'll sue you guys." I'm like, good. "Okay, fuck we're not gonna do it." And I was like, "Hell yeah, dude, fuck that." I want there to be an anti-science Jesus song. I would totally listen to that. 
We okay. can make one. Yeah. Like, <laughs> hey, hey, we're not monkeys is, is not good enough. Yeah, that's what Andy – yeah, this is going off of like Andy was like coming up with the anti-science <laughs> Jesus song. I'm working on a Christmas song right now. I'll put right after that to think of an anti-Christian – or no, an anti-science Christian song. There's a Jesus – I don't know, like religious band that I used to listen to when I worked at Arby's. And uh, one of their songs, it wasn't really Jesus-y, but it was called Goldie's Last Day. And it's about their dog dying. And it's like such a fucking good song. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, good tunes is good tunes. I don't give a shit. I'll listen to yeah. fucking anything. But actually, you know what's funny? We're bringing this up, Ali, because uh-huh. last night I was on Instagram and I saw this. Like, uh, it said like your friend uh, takes you to church camp. Don't worry, they're not weird. And then it was that. Uh, uh, remember you told us the story of at school when they're like doing the song oh, uh, Iris. Iris. Yeah. They did that, but about not vaping, uh, and Jesus wouldn't want you to vape, but it was in that text. I was like, oh my gosh, this is so good. Yeah, so, that's yeah. wonderful. <laughs> yeah, I grew up with a lot of the, the 50s and 60s covers, so we did like, instead of La Bamba, we did, I love, 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 love Jesus, he is my savior. <laughs> oh, so this is a thing that they really <laughs> oh, do. Oh, yeah. 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 This is for sure. And then we did, oh, okay. instead love of Jesus. good good loving, we did God's love. God's love. Oh, wow. Yeah. I mean, yeah. All of these I grew up with. Oof. Yeah. Fun. But at least you kind of got the vibe. You got the vibe with the songs, I guess, yeah. even though they're different. But at least you got like makes me wonder. You know, what if it was no like? What if they're like no music and only us talking these lyrics? <laughs> it makes me wonder like how far would they be willing to take it? Like, would they take like popular TV or movies and make them all super Christian? Like the same exact <gasps> premises of like oh, that's good. a good idea. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> Jesus is Batman or something? Like I don't. We could do I the mean, Sopranos. They, they have Bible but then man. The main person's like the preacher. Want <laughs> to say that again, Andy? We could do the Sopranos, uh-huh. but like the main person's like the preacher. And he's like, "Hey, you didn't fucking pay yeah, us, you know right? What I- you didn't commute. Yeah, that's okay. We're gonna wipe your lawn up or something." <laughs> you know what I mean? But like, how far are they willing to take? Like, to just integrate themselves into pop culture? Like, let's get the people. All the kids love these Marvel movies. Like, let's make our own. But you're talking like Bible Man or something. Yeah, it's just so silly. Like, come up with your own shit. But- yeah, Iron Cross Man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, so let's end on a really sad note. Oh. Of the oh. 16 nuns that were credited, nine have died. Well, I mean, a lot of them mm. are elderly I know. in this film. I would have thought more. <laughs> What's that, 32 years ago? Yeah. So there's, okay, so there's 16 of them, minus nine, yeah. so that's, that's just about half. seven left. Yeah. And, like, you know that those seven aren't really happy. Yeah, they're probably not. Yeah. <laughs> okay. They're probably not walking up a bunch of stairs. <laughs> yeah. Like, they're, one of them is just like, but there's always, like, because, like, uh, uh, STDs are rampant and then like community. So there's probably like a slutty one that's like, I was in a movie. Yeah. She's, yeah. She's <laughs> telling like, that she's getting railed. Yeah. This like is her. like the fourth time we've brought up old people STDs on this. And we only have like 80 episodes. Yeah. yeah. So that means like 4% of our episodes. Or was it? Yeah. Um, so of, of the, of the younger cast, you know, Whoopi is basically only on the view. Kathy Najimi is mm. doing fine and, Still voicing yeah. like Peggy Hill and obviously did which I help. didn't know until we started this fucking podcast. Blew my mind. Isn't that yeah. Crazy, I know. It's yeah, a, yeah. Uh, I get her mixed up with the big fat Greek wedding woman. Yeah, oh, they yeah. Look kind of similar. Yeah. Um, mm. And then she was obviously in the new Hocus Pocus. Um, yeah. The 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 smaller Mary. Yeah, that's only that was, was that's, really it. That's all that she did. Airbud. Huh? Oh yeah. How is she making money now? Probably bitching on Instagram about <laughs> writers' strike. 
She's getting those residuals from the, the air. As opposed to Jeff harassing these people <laughs> yeah. on Instagram. <laughs> I know, you know, I'm, I'm no better than them. Like, I'm much worse. Than Somebody got their garbage can stolen recently, and then Jeff put on there. Yeah, I, I've been. My new hobby is trolling. I do troll anti-trans people yeah. all the time. Like, there's those are ones that I'm like, I'm going after you. But I've been trolling like local. Uh, community Facebooks and somebody was like, Oh, my trash cans were stolen. And I said, Uh, will you please post a picture of them so I can be on the lookout? Community, community groups are so fun to troll, but you, you do risk getting kicked out like pretty easily. Right. Oh, I got kicked out of one because they posted about a cat they found that, that died uh-huh. on the side of the road, which is super sad. So I posted a quote about, Maya Angelou, like, when she was talking about, like, death and stuff. Uh-huh. And I got kicked out of that group. <laughs> so, what a fucking asshole. I, I, you're not wrong, though. Trolling the community groups is really fun. <laughs> yeah, I just didn't know that everybody can, that I'm friends with can see what I'm writing. So There's, like, the, we're in a, in our, in our local community group. Like, uh, so many people now are just like, I need this. Like, yeah. not even, like... Hey, would somebody want to help me with this? They're just like, would yeah. somebody want to go to the store and get me this because I can't do it? Like, what? It's <laughs> <laughs> fucking figure it out. God, I also love every night too. Someone's like, did anybody hear gunshots? Yeah, there's that <laughs> one. <laughs> every or just fucking like, night, like, like on. people who don't understand how like Google fucking exists. Like, just fucking yeah. look it up. Like, mm-hmm. I Google stuff all the fucking time. Like, it's not that hard. I'm so bad at technology, but like, I get it. <laughs> I so we should rate it really quick, okay. and then uh, well, unless we have, do, we have any final thoughts about the ending? Yeah. We didn't really touch on it much. <laughs> I love the Pope. Like I love that they just, just like the shot of him clapping or something. Yeah, so but long. like they they pick someone who has a really good. He looked a lot like John Paul. He like like the Pope. Yeah, yeah. The back of him looked like John Paul. Yeah, then so I was pretty. And he was the one that we liked. He wasn't the Nazi one, right? I mean, he is. I don't think he was great. No Pope is because the other. The one that came after him was very horrible. Yeah, Ben. I don't know if he was Nazi, but he was like very anti everybody. Yeah. I got blessed by a bishop one time. That's cool. So you're going to heaven, probably. (laughs) I hope I am. I listen to Amy Grant. I'm gonna. I'm gonna ask him not to let you in. Oh my god! Do you have that kind of poll? (laughs) Yeah, I'm blessed by a bishop. If hell is like bomb.com, I don't care. It's fine. (laughs) There's a bunch of pirates down there. Be careful. Oh no! Like like Johnny Johnny Depp. Yep. <laughs> not yeah. No, but real pirates. Pirate, no, real pirates are terrifying. <laughs> yeah, they're watch, they're all down there. I watch videos online for some reason of pirates like hijacking shipping boats. <laughs> oh, I didn't even think about those. <laughs> those are so fucking scary because you know it's going to happen. It takes like twenty yeah, minutes for sure. It's so scary. It happens oh, a lot. Uh, be careful. To get back to the yeah. film. Uh, <laughs> I did think that. <laughs> Uh, they didn't do enough with Harvey Keitel's character. Like, you basically get him in the beginning and the end. Of course, there's a middle scene where he's, like, playing pool and then just misses her on screen. But, like, I felt like there should have been more cutscenes of him, like, we gotta find her. Like, nobody's looking for her. Like, (laughs) they didn't really, like, play into that at all. Hmm. Maybe, like, going to, like, like an Olive Garden or something and being like, oh, that's her! And then they, like, turn her around. (laughs) That'd be kind of funny. Like, I mean, it'd be pretty racist to be, like, you know, finding black women and, like, hazy, you know, but, (laughs) like... Uh, but yeah, like maybe like them like l- actively looking around Reno, like where the hell is she, you know, or like breaking into her home and like, I don't know. I just wonder like, or just to show what a horrible person this is. He could be in court and people could be talking like, Hey, uh, he did this and this is the, these are the things against him and shit too. Sure. I mean, yeah, anything to make that not racist though, of them getting confused with Whoopi Goldberg. <laughs> 
it'd be funny if they did like just everybody, right? And it's like an Asian dude or whatever. And then he goes, "Do you even know who we're looking for?" And he's like, "No, I don't, boss. It's my first day." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's a great joke. The, that's hilarious. The uh, the cop, uh-huh. I liked him a lot. I thought he was super handsome and like he was adorable. But okay. These guys kill people, these mm-hmm. mobster guys, and he's just driving around. Like I he know. drives out after court or whatever, yeah. and just like flexes that like yeah. you guys are going down. Right. Blah blah blah. Like he clearly knows where Whoopi Goldberg is. They should have yeah. just went after him. And yeah, like why would you be flaunting that in their face? Like yeah, yeah who, they fucking know. Like try to lay low and be like, oh, we don't know where yeah, she is like, either. He's just making himself a target. Yeah. Yeah. Or just that now they know that he knows. So just even just surveillance or anything, he should have been like. And once you guys better not do anything with Dolores or something, you know. Yeah, or the guy that's like leaking all of the information about the witnesses. Mm-hmm. They should have just asked him, like, "Hey, who's in charge of Whoopi?" <laughs> yeah, there wasn't even a scene where they like strong arm <laughs> him or something. That like, "Hey, I need you to yeah. like," because it just really was the like the scene of him finding the receipt or whatever, and then this is our guy. Like, could they have yeah, done a scene where like Harvey Keitel face. like brings him in like to a room and beats him up a little bit or something? Mm-hmm. Like, I just mm-hmm. like everything's so. I, I enjoyed this movie. It's just that it's. I think it's missing details that they could have put in to make it just more convincing. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. It was an hour and forty minutes. I feel like they could have made an hour fifty two minutes and twelve more minutes of a little bit of dialogue. I think would have added. A or like bunch. the the mobsters going to church and that's how they see her or something like that. But like, don't pay the church until you get. They didn't finish their job yet, right? So why are yeah. you making a yeah, checkout to them? Too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like now, nah. so I don't know. Um. Okay, rate it. Yeah. I'll give it a five. Out of ten? Uh, ten. Ten, yeah. Oh, a wow. 50%. A D. A yeah, D. I mean, my Andy, you rated Munchie high. higher. I, you know, I watched <laughs> Munchie again recently with my daughter. <laughs> it, I don't man. hate that fucking movie. How is it's your, fun. How is your favorite movie a nine? Because I, I don't think there's one thing. Because even when I watch, like, my, I have three favorite movies that are tied for one. There's still things that I, I would probably switch a little bit. I've never seen one movie that all the way through I wasn't like, oh, that could I would have done this camera viewer. And, you know what I mean? So, so you're like a Jewish person. Like, your Messiah hasn't come yet. Exactly. Really a five? Like, you're, you're like, the, <laughs> like Andy, the like, I'm criticizing this film a little bit, and even I wouldn't give it that low. Oh, I well, there's parts of it I really like. But as a story structure, I don't think it was very strong. But... I the reason I love when the younger nun hits that note, even though she's not actually singing, which made me sad when I looked Aww. it up. Uh, but I love that scene. But I I don't know. I, it was okay. I loved this movie as a kid, and it just didn't hold the same nostalgia goggles as some do. They should have hired somebody who could sing, but they yeah. needed they needed the, the woman. I was about to say bitch. They needed the bitch from Airbud. <laughs> Like why did why was she so if she's not a good singer why did they need her Yeah oh well, you know what I I did watch this three times in the last six months so I must not hate it <laughs> So you're right I'm actually going to move up a little bit to six point five Okay Last question Would you have given yeah. it such a low score if you didn't watch it three times in like a month See that's what, well I don't know maybe it would have been a five but then I'm like well I was able to watch it three times and if I hated it so much I wouldn't have watched it again you know <laughs> So I'm like yeah that's okay. For the, people, for the people listening, we've been discussing Andy's rating for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> so there's like, fucking get to it. Um, I give it, I give it out of 10 stars or 10 points or whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say I give it like, well, I was really fucked up last night, but I'd probably give it like a seven or eight. Uh-huh. So I was like literally LOLing. Yeah. Allie? Uh, 7.5. <sighs> I, I just think. It's enjoyable. It's fun. I don't have nostalgia for it, so that yeah. doesn't, you know, that hurts its cause a little bit. And I just think it is missing some details. Um, 
but the performances are great. Um, the songs are fun. It's a, it is a good yeah. score. Um, but I just, I, I think it does lack story. All right. But it, I mean, it's still, I, I was, I enjoyed it. And let me say one more I thing. I love this movie as a kid score. and everything I remembered, that's all the parts I enjoyed though. I remembered like the dance. I remembered when she sang, mm-hmm. but all the stuff between my favorite parts, I was like, yeah, that's okay. Yeah. Let's get to my, you know what I mean? So I don't know, hmm. but that's it. I'll stop about my rating. <laughs> no, it's good. I like Go it. Go to Andy's rating for Mr. Act 2.com if you want my full, it's <laughs> like a rate of full breakdown. It's like a pie grade. Um, I'm, I, think, I yeah. mean, I'm going to give this a nine. Okay. I mean, it's out of 10. Yeah. Oh yeah. This is just one of my one of my all time favorites. I can quote the movie back and forth. I know all the like the songs and the moves and like I'm I can probably mime this whole yeah. movie. So it just has for me it holds a lot of nostalgia. Yeah. And for you know, if this is not a if this is a new episode that listeners are listening to, like Rhea had a did not get a nostalgic childhood like most of us and was raised very religious and so very few and far between pop culture stuff did you get to watch, so yeah, it holds a lot more importance. But I would, I'd be willing to bet that all four of us have a film that or show that we loved that that we do have a lot of nostalgia for that we would hold dearer that you guys all maybe would think like it's just oh, okay. Yeah. You know? And for Andy, I rewatch it's Mighty Ducks too, <laughs> and it's not like a good movie, but I love it so much. Uh-huh. Uh, one last thing about the race. <laughs> so, okay, so what is a five out of ten? Does that mean like, yeah, it's good? I, what what is that to everybody? Maybe our rating systems are weird. I think five is a, is like fifty yeah. percent. Like but if you think like, like I think if you're giving something five stars, bad. that's two and a half stars. It just doesn't seem like a lot, you know? Yeah, because like one and two, I won't watch again. Right, three. You're ugh, almost. That was real you're tough. almost at a. You're between two and three essentially. If, well, well no. about out of 10. Oh, okay. But out his 10. 10 is a 9 in, in, in Andy's. I mean, so it, is, it, is, so I give it, a it is a subjective. It is a subjective Yours scale. is more like a 6 or a 7. It just seems, yeah. it seems to me like a like a, a 5 out of 10 is like a is 50%, you know? So it's just yeah. like. What's your least favorite movie, everybody? And then oh, rate gosh. it 1 through 10. Would it be a 1 or a 2? I mean, probably, I a, like, probably a 1. Yeah. 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 I have three movies that I would put as a 1, and they're the, like they're horrible. Uh-huh unwatchable yeah so i don't know I'll, i'm gonna work on this rating system and all yeah. next episode I'll I, honestly though like plan. we up we've never had a consistent rating system in 80 episodes <laughs> yeah. of, of this yeah. podcast <laughs> it's usually like two thumbs you up know what i mean like five stars. Jeff's, jeff's one time has given a four scale rating uh you know we've done five scale ratings we've done 10 scale so i just <laughs> we have a matlock rating i just uh <laughs> i feel like we should have like a, a specific like I like we should yeah. commit to okay, is this a five star? Is this out of ten? Like what what do we feel like the Dude, podcast the should be you, moving Allie, forward? We should do ninety out of ninety stars. Out of ninety stars, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so Rhea and Allie, uh yeah. do you have a ten star movie? Yes. Yeah. I mean I have my favorite movie. And Top Gun or Tombstone? <laughs> Top Gun. Top Gun. <laughs> What's your favorite movie of all time? The Mask Strikes Back. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Imagine if you loved that movie. My favorite movie of all time is The Big Jewel. Lebowski. Oh, I should have known that. Yeah. yeah. How about you, Maria? Hello, Dolly. Hello, Dolly. Okay. And then your favorite movie, Andy? I, three are tied for mine, but I just rewatched uh, Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf again. Okay. Whew, that's a good movie. But no, uh, that's not on my top three, but it's up there. Anyways. Yeah. Uh, it's they're all like 
kind of the same thing. The Departed, Reservoir Dogs, and Goodfellas. Jeff? Okay. I would say probably it shifts every so often, but I think my probably my favorite movie is A Fish Called Wanda. Huh. I've never seen it. I I've for sure it thought you were going to make a joke and say Babe Lost in the City. <laughs> no, Babe 2 Pick in the City. Yeah. That's one of my favorite sequels. <laughs> <laughs> or squ- or, or uh, a squeak. Squeals. Because <laughs> yeah, yeah, you pull their tails. Oh. Um, I do think we should no, introduce like a rating segment. No. You know, not, not like. Yeah. I, not. <laughs> That's what I mean. Like, it's time to rate the fit thing. So, like, we should just, like, be pre- better prepared for this. I, no, I, I like. love that we're, like, <laughs> two thumbs up. No, five stars. No, it's a D. It's an N. Seven coconuts. Yeah. Uh, I love it. So I just want to get a – I do enjoy this movie, but it wasn't as good as I thought. So I thought a five portrayed that. I don't hate this movie. If any, yeah. you know. I did not think I was going to like it. I was, like, I was thinking about calling out today. Yeah. Because I was, like, not yeah. wanting to watch this. But then I got super faded, and I was, like, okay, this is – this is an amazing movie. <laughs> like, I love... Oh, my God. The, uh, I'll talk about you. Uh, yeah. But, yeah, thank you, Rhea, for choosing this movie. Yeah, yeah it was fun. I'm glad to revisit three times. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, Rhea, you made Rhea watch Seventh Heaven. A co- <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. So. <laughs> so true. Um, Which I have a lot of notes for that episode. <laughs> uh, no, I, we have to do Seventh Heaven again. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we'll be, I think we definitely will be doing <laughs> more yeah. um, We need to do the retro reboot. Yeah, yeah. let's do it. All right, cool. Let's go around, I guess, like by character. So <laughs> let's sure. start with Harvey Keitel. All right, let's do it. Right. Uh, I'll go first, I guess. Uh, yeah, Andy. Okay. Sorry, unless somebody else is going, nobody says it. Doesn't it, fucking so I jump for it. It, doesn't, it doesn't fucking matter. I chose. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I think Keegan Michael Key could do a little more uh, comedy wise, but he can also. But, so it wouldn't. So the chasing at the end when it was all just whimsical, funny music, yeah. they're not trying to make any real stakes for this movie. So yeah. I think he could play it off to make it more a little more fun and whimsical. So yeah, and he needs Michael. he needs more acting. Yeah, stuff. Yeah, I feel like he's great. Yeah, I love him because his buddy is making it making it big. Yeah, making movies. Yeah, yeah. He's in a new series on Hulu called Reboot, and it's really good. Yeah. Oh yeah, uh, and I want to see that one with him. It's not important. Yeah. <laughs> all right, Jeff Harvey Keitel. Okay, so for. The- for the bad guy, I did a gender swap. I did Salma Hayek. Hmm. Oh, yeah, I fucking love her. Yeah, I, can I think see she that, could be a villain. Sure. She's, been, yeah. she's played yeah. a villain before. Yeah, she's good. Yeah, she's so fucking sexy. Like I would titty fuck her in a heartbeat. <laughs> good to know. Okay, yeah, real graphic, real quick. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> um, I went with Pablo Schreiber. Oh, I like that. Yes. Who, um, if you don't know who him by name, he is porn stash and Orange is the New Black. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. and he's been in Candy and uh, American Gods. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's... he was in Weeds too. In what? He, that show Weeds. I hated Weeds. Oh, anyway. uh, you don't like Elizabeth Perkins? Sidebar. But he's he's good at comedy and he's good at being a like a creep. And I think he'd be a, just a like I want to like if a re- if we're gonna reboot this and like we're completely recast it and do it like just lean lean into the comedy. Yeah. Like let's just go full yeah. full comedy. Yeah. So all right, I went with Michael Keaton. Okay. I think oh, sure. he would be yep, great. I, see that. I think he could he would be he does have that perfect mix of comedy and mm. then like I just picture him as like sort of Beetlejuicy but like also just dark. He, I don't know. He was a good villain in the Spider Man film. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sure. <laughs> Which you didn't see. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no. So yeah. He so, need, and you could probably get him for like a cheaper rate because he's not really I think he kinda blew kind back of, up. Yeah, he kind of made a comeback. Anyway. All right. Next, uh let's do the cop. 
Okay, so my cop, I did a gender swap, and I chose Kate McKinnon. I think oh. she could be kind of tough, but she could also be funny. Yeah. And then I just I love Kate McKinnon too, yeah. and I think she's so yeah. I think her and um, uh, Key could do really good. Like uh, in, like they could really joke off each other, and I, if they played a little bit more into that story of those two against yeah. each other, oh my gosh, that'd be good. I like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I can see that. Uh, she looks like she smells bad. <laughs> Jeff. All right. So the cop, I did Chris Pine. <laughs> He's just so fucking sad. That's just for me. Because he's so fucking... He makes me wet. Like, he's, he's so hot. Yeah, he's, and he's funny. Yeah. I don't know if he's oh, funny. Oh, I love... Chris. I had to think of which Chris that was. Everything I've seen Chris Pine in so far, I've fucking loved. And you're right. He is crazy attractive. The D&D movie was great. Him as Captain Kirk is great. Anything he does, I'm 100% yep. with that. He's getting better with age, too. For sure. Like, he yeah. is gorgeous. You mm-hmm. could also just, if you can't get him, get James Marsden, and it's almost the same thing. <laughs> oh yeah, not Jason Marsden. Right, though. James Marsden. <laughs> they oh, almost love that. You love that joke. <laughs> <laughs> You're like burnt, burnt. <laughs> All right, Allie, your cop. Uh, I did a gender swap, and I think Issa Rae would be really good. So you're just casting. Oh, Issa Rae. Okay. Who did you think I was? I was, I was thinking of someone else. Okay. Uh, Issa Rae is a, yeah. a black comedian, yeah, and she's she's, she's fun. And honestly, oh, who I cast yeah. for Whoopi or the cop, I think either one of them would be great in those roles. But I just feel a little stronger about the other one. I'm gonna cast for Whoopi's character. Um, but yeah, I just think it'd be fun to just do a little gender swap. Um, and I think she'd be great. So nice as the cop. Yeah. She is gorgeous. Yeah. And she's she funny, really too. Yeah. She's so funny. She's yeah. funny. Yeah. I'm so bad with the names, but I should really know her name. Well, now you know. Um, now I do. So for the cop, I went with Keegan-Michael Key. Nice. Oh! Hey, yeah. I think weird. he would be I think excellent yeah. as the cop. I agree. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, no no arguments like there. All right. Maggie Smith. All right. Let's What's do her Maggie name? Smith. Her name is Reverend Mother. Reverend Mother. Uh, I went with Sally Field. Oh, she's twelve years younger than Maggie Smith, but she just has an old feeling, and I think she can play kind of a uh, like harsh, and she could also play loving. So she could show that she loves her parish or whatever it's called. But you gotta stay in line. So I think Sally Field would be great. I like that. I, I like that now. too. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Jeff, Helen Mirren. Yeah, no, she'd be yeah. perfect. She's like a badass. So yeah. be like she's perfect. hot too. Like for an old lady. <laughs> so I'm showing this because. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, that was sexist. I'm, I'm showing this to Rhea, so, but that's exactly why I had to. Helen Mirren? That's so awesome. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. I had a hard time. I was just like, I mean, you could literally cast Maggie Smith again in this. Uh, yes, you should. I mean, uh, you should. <laughs> but yeah. Didn't you say you gave shit for the British thing, though? What do you mean? Yeah. Because she has a British About accent. About Maggie Smith. I just British. was wondering why. But, but she's going to have a British accent. She doesn't have to, but <laughs> but yeah, I mean, just keep it British, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. All right. I love that. I went with yeah. who did you choose? Yeah, Ellen Burstyn. Yeah. Is she that broad that I just watched that movie with, with her? Yeah, because we know with what movie you're Wilson. talking about that you just watched. <laughs> wow, my bitch alarm's going. Off. <laughs> Hold on, let me beep it. Um, I yeah yeah, that's her. She's no no no, that's not her. Never mind. When you're that age, it doesn't matter. So I'm thinking of Ellen Ellen Burstyn. No, <laughs> who am I thinking of? Who Maria just said? No, no, no. She's the one from uh, Outlaws I just watched. Outlaws. Helen Mirren. No. Uh, hey Siri, who's that woman from the Outlaws movie? 
Okay, hold on. <laughs> Ellen Burstyn is from uh, Requiem for a Dream. Oh. She plays the mom. Mm, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Who am I thinking of? I have outlaws. The, uh, the outlaws? <laughs> oh, my God. Calm down. <laughs> People. <laughs> we'll find it. <laughs> uh, no, because it's confusing me. Well, there's so many movies called Outlaws. All right, here we go. I found the cast. Okay. Thank you, Andy. It's not Pierce Brosnan. There we go. Ellen Barkin. Yeah. You see how I would get not That does not matter at all. <laughs> like, that, not at all. Okay. All right. Sorry, go ahead. Ooh, Richard Ooh. Kind is in that movie, though. Anyway, Who's that? Alan, Ellen Burstyn, I think, would be really good because I think she's she's salty. Mm. Uh, and she was great in like Divine Secrets of the Yaya Sisterhood and kind of playing that same role. So I think she'd be great. You could also get the the lady from Hacks, maybe. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, Jean yeah. Smart. Yeah, yeah. She'd be great. She's fun. Yeah, she's still she looks. She's too having young, a though. moment too. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, you need someone who looks like a reverend mother. All right, let's do Kathy and Jimmy's character. All right. I'm so glad Rhea didn't say Maggie Smith. I'd be so fucked up to cast her in this. <laughs> Well, shit. I said you, I, you can't get better than Kathy Najimi, so I got to keep her. She's still good. Mm. She's still able. I'm not recasting that role. I, she's too fucking good. Okay. No, I meant because Maggie Smith is like a like elder, like super elder. She's 88. Yeah. yeah, and she already looked fucked up back then. Yeah. I mean, I, <laughs> if, if I had my way, Maggie Smith would be the only one who plays Reverend Mother. And she is going to be playing Reverend Mother again. And the, the then the new one. Thank fucking God. Can't they just if she dies soon? They can't they AI, AI her. They should AI her. I don't know why. <laughs> uh, I don't care. I don't have a strong okay. opinion about AI. Uh, okay, so if we have to switch someone else, and of course I'm going to go Melissa no. McCartney though. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. But I think Kathy and Jimmy. She needs the job. Oh, I love her. I think she, yeah. she, she, she makes me smile. <laughs> job, All right, Jeff. Uh, what is it uh, for Kathy and Jimmy? Yeah. Um, I did. Oh, duh! I always cast her in every movie I cast. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> Jennifer, uh, Jennifer Coolidge. <laughs> She's so fucking amazing. Yeah. Come on now, let's talk real, about that real quick. Sister Act Three: Kicking the Habit. Yeah, that's the name of what they're calling it. Yeah, like so they really are doing like, this whole week. It's all about fentanyl all this time. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know until this podcast, the, the second one, how they got the name. Like back in the habit, mm. I didn't know what. Ha- that makes sense, right? A, yeah, because she's going back now, and but kicking the Yeah, habit. now I get it. Yeah. I didn't know it. I, th- I didn't know anything but about wouldn't it. wouldn't Holy Trinity it. sound cool? Like mm. Sister Act 3 oh, of the Holy yeah, Trinity. That's it's for right. sure. That's a good one. Um, all right. Um, all right. So I I originally wanted Megan Sattler, but I've just recently changed my mind. Uh, Megan Sattler is in Hack. She's like the secretary who's like. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But I think AD Bryant would be fun. Oh, yeah. From, oh, yeah. from Saturday Night Live. And she's like, she's so she's awkward she's quirky, so I think it'd be a cool twist on the character. Like, yeah. wouldn't be as outgoing, but like, is just awkward. Yeah. You know what? I'm switching my answer too. I'm going AD Bryant. You like AD Bryant? I like that better <laughs> than mine. For sure. Okay. Who was yours again? Yes, AD Bryant. No, yours originally. Kathy and Jimmy. Uh, it was Kathy and Jimmy. <laughs> it was Kathy and Jimmy as Whoopi Goldberg. As <laughs> Kathy and Jimmy. Oh. No, who was your? Oh, we haven't got to the main part. Oh. Yet. And then Melissa McCartney. Oh, McCartney. Also Kathy and Jimmy. Like she's married. But that would be problematic if you do Kathy and Jimmy at playing Whoopi Goldberg playing right. Dolores. Yeah, it's, yeah. Um, I went with Melissa McCarthy as well. Yeah, but I, I do think Aidy Bryant could could do it. I'll, you know who also would be good was is Jonah Hill's cousin. Oh, Beanie, Beanie. Wells. I yeah. think is her name. Yeah, I think she'd be she really would be good. really good. Yeah. yeah, that is a good call. 
I I'm really gonna go, like her. I'm going to go with Beanie Wells. Then. Okay. See, you, I think all of you stayed with the character. I should have done that. Yeah. Stayed more with, like, the character. Because yeah. <laughs> yeah. would Jennifer Coolidge be a, a nun? No. <laughs> no. She could be one of the hitmen. Maybe men. I'll switch her. So yeah. Yeah, being she could be one of, like, she the, would be a good whoopie wounds or something. She'd be really She'd funny. She'd be yeah. great at Harvey Keitel's. Yeah, role. that's true. Um, Yeah, Beanie Wells. Did any of you see Booksmart? Mm-mm. Are you guys no. there? Neither. We both <laughs> said no. Yeah, did you freeze? No, we have not seen no. it. Okay. You should watch it. It's very funny. <laughs> we did answer, but I don't think you heard us. I thought you froze because you stopped moving. Oh, I see. <laughs> she was also in, really good in... Um, uh, Monica Lewinsky? Yeah. 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 But, yeah. <laughs> I heard Bill was good in her, too. Yeah. Oh, they never... <laughs> they never... You were, like, falling down a wall. Oh, real <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> they never they never actually had sex, like penis and vagina sex. Well, I think the reason he said not sexual relations because in Washington DC at the time, I don't think oral sex classified as sexual relations mm-hmm. in the law book. That's why I think oh. I could be wrong though. I just always think that like why do oral sex if you're not gonna have penetration? Okay. Penetrate something. Anyway, uh Whoopi Goldberg. <laughs> Uh, this one I feel like I'm gonna get a lot of hate for, but I don't. I love her. I think she's funny, and I think she's great. I actually think she's a good actress too. But I'm gonna fucking switch out for Jennifer Lawrence. Oh, oh, okay. I think it'd be fun. I think she'd be a good, uh, you know, uh, singer and mm-hmm. in, um, in Las Vegas. And then she does that whole kind of like innocent mean type thing in like every role she does. But I kind of like it. And then she can go and you know, I, I think she'd be. I think Jennifer Lawrence would be awesome in this. Hmm. All right, I like that. I don't mind that. Are yeah. we the, the white girl, Jennifer Lawrence? Yes. Right? Yes. I was thinking of the one from Dreamgirls for a second. Hudson? Well, I Jennifer think you have the same name yeah. if you're part of the but Screen you mean, Actors Guild. You mean replacing her with a white woman. Okay. <laughs> yes. Exactly. Yeah. But I but I also replaced the white bad guy with a black sure. guy. Yeah. yeah so so I'm, I'm down with everybody. <laughs> and you're, you're indigenous. So he's like, <laughs> and I, I gender swapped, too. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> for Shit, mine's not progressive enough, is it? Yeah. Add an Asian person. Go yeah. Quick. Paraplegic. I was just thinking of someone else. That's all. <laughs> I want Christopher Reeve to play Doris. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you remember her name now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Now I, well, I, well, you guys have said it a lot. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> all right. Jeff? Wait, this one, I've cast her in a few things. I'm obsessed with her. She's one of the only podcasts I listen to, but Kiki Palmer. Mm-hmm. Love her. I, feel like I think there's like talks of her being in the, in the new one, too. She is going to be in the new one. Okay, so I I would put her in this. She's so zany. I love her. I just listened to the interview she did with Kamala Harris, who's the vice president. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you didn't know, she's cool. Now you, you know. think Kamala yeah. Harris is cool? But, I, I don't know. I, I think it's okay I, like, if you I do. Think I'm a lot of asking. shade from you right <laughs> yeah. now. <I> like, <laughs> like, wow, like she's cool. Like she wears Converse. Okay, yeah, I don't know. Okay. Like she's way cooler than Dick Cheney. You think Dick Cheney was cool? <laughs> um, Dick Cheney. Now that's a guy I want to drink right. with. No, oh, I do think funny. like if they were to actually reboot this, I think they would do like Kiki Palmer. Like I would think, be yeah. the right right person they, or like who they would. She is. That is who. And I also think Kevin and Jimmy. Oh, is that who? Is that who's? Is she playing the main character in number three? Yeah, yeah. Oh. So is Whoopi not going to be in it? She has like a small cameo, mm-hmm. I think, but I think it's. But like, Kiki. if they were like doing like an actual reboot too, I think I, I honestly think they would do Rebel Wilson as Kathy and Jimmy. Yeah, yeah. Oh I think yeah, she'd that's be great. for sure. But she's not like curvy anymore. Still, she's not like oh. skinny either. 
Wow, shit. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> like, she doesn't need to be. Shit. She doesn't need to lose weight she's anyway. No, she's, she's no thin. Anyways. I think we should have, like, uh, what's her name? Uh, Mary-Kate Olsen. Sure. Oh. Wait. What? Or Ashley Olsen. Elizabeth Olsen? Elizabeth Olsen. Ooh. Which one? I said Mary Kate. He, okay, just, just <laughs> one Jim of knows what he said. <laughs> I, said okay. what I said. I know what I said. That's my favorite. <laughs> um, for my uh, recasting of Dolores, I went with um, uh, Ayo Dibbery, and she's the sous chef and the bear. Um, oh, okay. And she's so talented. Um, Why are you laughing? And she's also she also does comedy. She's on a sketch for I Think You Should Leave, and I think I just, like, I've only, like, She's mostly known for the bear, and like, she's just blown me away with like her her acting and her abilities, and I think she would shine in that role. So, I almost started watching the bear. Should I watch it? Yeah, you wouldn't be traumatized by I it. I heard so. it's good. Uh, so I do want to trademark this now, but you just gave me a great idea uh-huh. of a 1970s movie called Sous Chef and the Bear, mm. and it's a Native <laughs> American dude. Okay, he's a truck driver. He has to drive across the country for some reason, but he has to transport a bear. Eh? That, that sounds, sounds like a good but he's movie. A sous chef? Yo, know, he's Sue Indian, but he's also a chef, and he has to get across the country, and he has to bring a bear for some reason. I'll figure out the details later. Oh my God. But that sounds like a dope ass movie. Is it? What, what genre is it? Horror. Sue <laughs> Chef and the Bear could also oh, be like a Sue Chef and the Bear could also be like a DJ pair for like a radio station. <laughs> Right? Yeah. Ah, oh, Sue Chef and the Bear. That has so many just ready things to go. I'm excited. If I could, like, enter in anyone's body, like, enter in their mind for, like, an hour, it'd be yours. Oh, I want. I'd want to experience it. I don't want to enter in your body. Like, you know what I mean? Like, for a whole hour, too. I would just take a nap or something. <laughs> but, like, you know, Whoopi does that in Ghost. Or, wait. But that whole hour, I'm in Purgatory. I'm like, what's happening? <laughs> Like, where am I? Yeah. No, we didn't think that's. We didn't think it yeah, all through. This Maybe. is the scariest moment of my life. <laughs> this is going on for fifty three minutes. So far. Oh my god! And then, but you would have to go into my body then, because that that'd be so fucked Why up. Why am too. I Jeff? <laughs> okay, we need to plan uh, this out. This is why it's important uh, to like like talk out your yeah, wishes before we start. Yeah. Oh, wish! I thought you were thinking about a movie, but oh, oh all yeah. good. All right, Ria, what's your movie? <laughs> I went with uh, Aisha Tyler. Oh, I love her. She's so fucking funny. Yeah, I think she'd be great. No, there are no, is. there are no other notes. I just think she'd be great. Okay. Um. Yes. <laughs> yeah. She, who's, yeah. Who's yeah, yeah anyway. Sorry. I had to. She, I had to figure out who was Carrie. Yes. Yeah. She is. She's yeah. Great. I don't know who she is. She she hosts whose line is it anyway now. Oh, she's pretty. Yeah, and she's like really pretty too. Yeah, yeah she, and sure. she's funny too. She's hilarious. Yeah, no, she's really funny. Well, she was in Friends, so apparently she's funny. <laughs> <laughs> really nice teeth. Let's see. Oh, yeah, she's cute. Yeah. yeah, she is. Nice. Yeah, no, that's a great call. Right on. Yeah. All right. All right. Yeah, any uh, any other any final thoughts? I think anybody who hasn't seen this, or if they're like Sister Act, should really watch this movie. Totally. Like yeah. it's so funny. Yeah, I think, it is, I think it's worth a watch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or or three. Yeah, or three. Yeah. <laughs> but the music's fun overall. Yeah, it was good. I don't have any issues with it. <laughs> I didn't, except for the ones I said. The story could, you know, there's some of it could have used a little work. I wish they would have had more Kathy Najimy, of course, yeah. and a little more Harvey Keitel. But it's not like when you're done watching this, it's not like you're going to be fuck. I wish I didn't watch that. It's like it's a good fun watch, and you feel better afterwards. So. Yeah. Really like, quick, light watching. If anyone knows the answer, like why do they wear those outfits? Like, why do nuns have to dress like that? 
Like, why don't they dress warm? I guess. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. It's probably cold. That's just a lot. A lot of cover up. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. <laughs> maybe it's just something easy people can make. Like it's an easy pattern, maybe. Oh. And you know, because they don't have a lot of worldly possessions, so they probably only have like cloth and string. <laughs> I definitely think we have to do the sequel, though. Oh yeah, uh, the I sequel's need to watch so the sequel bad, today. though. Oh, is it bad? I hate the sequel. I don't remember. Don't they have? Don't they have like? Uh, they have another wise guy. Is it Ray Liotta? I don't remember who. Who's the bad guy in the second one? I don't think there is a bad guy. It, oh, it okay. focuses. So it's about. where she goes back to. So they've opened this Catholic school, and Whoopi goes back as like a teacher because they're like we our music teacher quit or whatever, and so Whoopi goes back and teaches the kids, and it has Lauren Hill in it, um, mm. and it focuses more on Lauren Hill, like in her. Uh, and like the, the issues that she has with her parents and some of the other kids. So it's not as funny. It's not as funny. It's, still it's funny. not. No. Oh, it's too bad. Yeah. This one was fucking hilarious. Yeah. And I love like the older, the older nuns. Like I love the not the older, just the nuns in general. Like the ones that I don't remember their names. Yeah. But it was just such a great, a great those extras that had a couple lines. Fabulous. Uh, promotion. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just uh, check me out on notably underscore Andy on Instagram. Send me some funny shit. Uh, check out the Averagers. We're gonna have some new episodes coming out. Make sure you listen to the ones with Allie because Allie. Actually, I think you've been on every one so far. And when Allie played the fucking security guard, <laughs> it's my favorite thing ever. I find that hilarious. <laughs> uh, yeah, and check those podcasts out. They're pretty fun. Yeah. Uh, if you want to follow my dog for some reason, <laughs> uh, it's Gus Gus underscore the dog on Instagram. He's followed by. Debbie Gibson, which is like kind of pathetic of her, but <laughs> whatever. <laughs> and then future Jeff, if you're listening and still alive, like keep on trucking. And if I do die before this comes out, please know that I love you guys. Oh, so Jeff is referring to the fans. Mm, oh, the yeah. Fans. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> and I want this to be played at my funeral. Ali <laughs> he shit themselves. <laughs> so good. Anyways, I love you so much, Ali. I love you too. <laughs> Allie, where can they find you? <laughs> yeah, when I'm not shitting my pants, I am <laughs> on any social platform except for Threads right now. I don't know if I'm ready to join that. Uh, but every every social platform has the username Allie J is gay, all one word. And uh, stand-up clips, voice videos, other stuff. Um, and yeah, I did my storytelling set, so I'm going to edit that video up and then post that uh, probably on TikTok because that's the long form of it. Oh, and... Uh, I am doing a showcase at Schilling Cider House in Portland, Oregon on August 31st, 7 p.m. And it's called the Hear You Loud and Queer uh, Comedy Showcase featuring all queer comedians. So it's worth your time. It's only five bucks. You should do it. Check it out. Um, Rhea, do you have anything going on? I would say that if you're going to shit your pants... Mm. You should do it like at home, like shit your pants at home. I think yeah, I think the one place you like should should be able to avoid that though. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Anyways, great job leading this one, Rhea. Oh. Yeah, good job, Rhea. That's fun. Yeah. yeah, thanks for joining. All right. Yeah. Well, <laughs> till next time. I'm Rhea. I'm Allie. I'm Sister Andy Goldberg. <laughs> nice. Yeah. And I'm Jeff. 
But Bill Goldberg, the wrestler. Oh, no, you want to be associated with that Goldberg. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Notable Nostalgia is a production of Big Door Prize Media. You can find us, links to our social pages, and other podcasts on the network at bigdoorprize.com slash podcasts. This podcast is produced by me, Allie, and edited by both myself and Andy. Our logo was created by Aaron Ughawk of UglyHawk.com. If you can, share with a friend or leave us a review so more folks can find us. Thanks for listening. Big Door. Big Door.